The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. You can paint this with purple. Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Hello and welcome to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Rock here with you inside the Pirate Radio studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the program on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed to Pirate Radio TV on youtube and follow it throughout the week we'll have interviews with mike houston some pirate players also the coordinators donnie kirkpatrick and blake harrell plus some other goodies up there for you on our youtube page at pirate radio tv all right coming up on today's show we'll go inside the players lounge got a lot of pirate players joining us to talk about the victory over south florida and look ahead to the next home game coming up saturday at three o'clock when the pirates face the temple owls at four o'clock tyler sneed and rajay harris will be on the players lounge at around 4 25 it'll be dj ford bruce bibbins and xavier smith from the pirate defensive side of things quarterback holt nailers joins troy d and i at five o'clock and at 5 30 we'll talk to pirate wide receiver cj johnson so a lot of ecu football talk coming up on this monday we've also got brian bailey joining us at 3 30 We'll uh, check in with Chandler Honeycutt, the big dog Glenn Griffin, talk some NFL, college football, and more throughout the show. And leading us off, Ellerby is to my left. He is stage right. Hello, Ellerby. What's up, Clip? I guess it's still a victory Monday, even though the Pirates won on Thursday. So that's something to be excited about. No doubt. And it's also a birthday Monday because Clip Brock is officially a year older and, and not a, a big year for you, Clip Brock. Because you are now a man. I am a man. I am 40. Happy birthday. This is 40. This right here, this ladies and gentlemen. 40. This is a 40-year-old man. Uh, take it out on him if you got a problem. A grown A man. Yeah. Thank you, Ellerby. You, Thank can tell, you, uh, you can tell that to the players in the Players' Lounge. You know? Yeah. Uh, John Moody says, Clipper, happiest of birthdays. Still thinking about getting you something. Oh, that that's Clipper. right. Thank you, John. Uh, it is the thought that counts. That is the uh, the Troy D way to go. He said he was thinking about thinking about getting you something. I, I wonder it's what the Troy, double thinking. That is correct. He has not quite thought about it. He's thinking about thinking about it. I wonder right. what Troy got himself for your birthday. Uh, maybe we'll find out at five o'clock. It's a big day uh, for Troy D. As yeah. it is my birthday on Shirley's birthday, he opened up live on the air a uh, a nice shirt, which Redbeard and others said looked like the uh, the Pizza Hut tablecloth and uh maybe today he's got another big gift for himself well if he could talk about when he turned 40 i think that would be good <laughs> i think he's got uh i think he got game six tickets to the world series <laughs> for yeah. himself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's gonna fly out to houston tuesday night <laughs> and maybe facetime you from that would be a great gift for himself he's yeah. gonna text you a pic yeah from his seat and then do a and podcast say, you're welcome do a podcast about it afterwards yeah. as well and maybe work on his uh troy carey impressions you know just to kind of get in the mix uh so yeah uh troy d will be here at five o'clock we'll see if he's got any gifts for himself what, what about clip rock uh any special gifts you wanted for your 40th birthday i know i'll take a uh a, a braves victory a braves world series would be nice 
uh dan snyder selling washington would be great mm, which would you prefer wow if, it's got to be snyder if, man if the birthday genie you know could what? come in and say right now clip you get to choose it's not even it's not, not even, even close it's not even that difficult and and it's not difficult because the braves have a team that it much like the 90s is going to continue to dominate the nl east go to the playoffs every year ronald acuna is coming back next year mike soroka they'll be fine they'll be back they'll have more opportunities if i have this opportunity chandler opportunity to get rid of daniel snyder i would choose that 100 right now they would probably print up uh clip brock shirts thanking you i would be a hero if i was the reason daniel snyder sold the team maybe it'd be the washington brocks or the washington clippers talk about that clippers. you know they, <laughs> the washington clippers you want to get back to the glory hole days i want me some glory hole that's right i yeah. want me some glory hole wow. on my birthday wow so uh <laughs> thank you thank Re- you Jim. remove snyder versus the braves win I, I was really pulling for the braves to get the, that game clincher in atlanta i thought that would have been exciting didn't want to go back to houston but they will on tuesday night game seven if necessary wednesday night so uh yeah there will be more baseball in 2021 uh and there has been a lot of baseball these games have been going on into the following mornings there's been a lot of chatter about that late start times it's on too late i don't know look for baseball i even saw my this with coach smith asked him uh if he'd watched any of the world series he he said he watched uh inning of one game baseball for me personally if my team's not in it i might flip over there but like i could watch any football game any basketball game no matter who's playing for baseball i got to be interested in the team so that being said, have you even watched any of the World Series? I, I've watched uh, some of it, not very much of it, because it starts very late. And even over the weekend, I went to bed on Saturday, like in the bottom of the sixth, somewhere there. I was just, I was just worn out from the day, and so I missed the exciting Braves back-to-back home runs to to, to win that game. And uh, I, I consider myself a Braves fan, not as much as I was, you know, twenty or thirty years ago. But uh, I mean, it's it's I I when they play the games friday saturday sunday there is a lot of competition for your uh, television eyeball and uh you know tuesday and wednesday night if they get to wednesday uh there's not as much competition but it, the late start when you don't start till 8 30 that's a huge commitment to uh say hey look i'm gonna ride it out and celebrate with my with my team and i agree with you you have to really be a passionate fan about the astros or the braves right now to to stick it out it is great it does take me back in time to um when I was listening to Skip Carey and Pete Van Weeren on the Superstation, uh, to have your team playing at such a big stage. And you, as you grow older, Ellerby, you get more responsibilities, a lot more things to care about yes. that are actually important in your life. So uh, I don't know. I, the, this weekend, just having those games at home and seeing that uniform on the field in the World Series, it uh, really took me back and uh, and – it's uh it's an emotional roller coaster um to be like every pitch matters so much it is uh a lot of stress i'm glad i get the night off tonight yeah i mean i wish <laughs> i mean and, and granted it would have gone up against the nfl either way and you had the cowboys game on last night but if it had been a sunday afternoon game around like if they had started the game last night at like four o'clock in the afternoon and finished at around eight o'clock i mean that think about that if the world series could have ended last night and you could have stayed and watched the brave celebration yeah because i mean it gets i mean the one shining moment with march madness is on a monday night the super bowl's on a sunday that ends 
somewhat reasonable around the 10 or 1030 spot but uh it, it is uh I, I don't know if there's a solution to it but obviously major league baseball has has it figured out of what works for them it's because and you complained about it that there was so much day baseball during the division round that uh you know and then then they go straight to, well, straight to nick at night when it comes to especially midweek like the, the braves played monday afternoon at one o'clock it just felt it's like they're in a hurry to get all these games in and then when yeah. it comes to the world series it's like you know it's a good time to go on vacation maybe to the west coast and uh, so you can stay up and watch the games but uh, I'm, I'm pulling hard for the braves and uh, hope they can make that happen i think it sets up an interesting interesting momentum deal if the braves can't clutch in game six my stepson uh, recently moved to hawaii wow to uh to live with his girlfriend and i just i don't think i could ever do that i don't even think i could live on the west coast and have like football games kick off that early what hawaii is that six hours or five? i think it's six so he's uh the braves brace game's gonna start at two o'clock tomorrow afternoon now that's a positive but when your team plays at one o'clock on an nfl sunday uh you know that's uh i think that's a, a little too early according to what we just talked about that might be a positive for you you'd wake up and just see the results of the washington football team that is true i'm not even watching those games anymore right so you move straight to the four o'clock games which would actually be the 10 a.m games in hawaii so uh, for our hawaii listeners the bud light pregame tailgate for the um upcoming memphis game oh uh, yeah well, we'll the memphis game or, at, let's talk about this saturday this saturday's three o'clock so at 5 a.m we'll we're kick on off. we're in, on the in, air at 11 in hawaii five hawaii time the next week when we kick off at 8 a.m it'll be 2 a.m hawaii time yes <laughs> so you can end your night if you stay out late and you're in hawaii uh tuning in to us then when you wake up you can listen to the end of the show or check out the game i don't know yeah. uh but yeah we do have a nooner coming up on the road at memphis what uh time zone is memphis in is that the central yes so that'll be an 11 a.m local time mm-hmm. kickoff for the pirates when they take on the tigers that'll be a uh an opportunity for east carolina opportunity to get to back above 500 uh this saturday when they take on the temple Owls. i was talking with someone today we're, we're at a position in uncharted waters where the pirates are 500 going into the month of november and uh i believe the four games left there's there's a great story in every one of them i mean i think this one this week it's it's a home game that the pirates are big double digit favorites that uh fans are expecting you know big things especially after seeing them get pounded by central florida last week temple that's who i'm talking about and then uh the memphis game all of a sudden very winnable very and then you're like wow that could be your bowl clinching game yeah and then you go to navy uh, a team that's been the uh what what did uh tim brando used to call it the fly in the ointment fly in the ointment you know that's just been a big you know even last year during covid the pirates had holt nailers had to sit out of that game and uh, they could have won that game here in greenville and then it sets up that monster friday against uh, cincinnati if they're undefeated and the pirates are already bowl eligible or if what if they're playing for game, you know win number six at that point so uh I, I, it's exciting uh month ahead and crazy things happen in the month of november the american now has three teams in the top 25 houston why the teams that includes our team uh keep kicking to that kickoff return man for houston he takes it to the house with seconds left they knock off smu smu gets some respect they stay in the top 25 ranked 23rd the cougars who uh 
just got out of there against east carolina last week are now 20th in the country sitting at seven and one five and oh in conference play cincinnati staying at number two uh after beating tulane they are eight and oh four and oh in league play so three teams right now ellerby in the top 25 and is this the first week where they're going to unveil the college football playoff tuesday tuesday is when the chaos begins and cincinnati's sitting at number two right behind georgia very snug but what will the playoff committee the the humans get in the room and decide where will where will cincinnati stack up and then as you know they they can obviously fall it's going to wherever they it'd be hard for them to rise i would suspect but uh it's going to be an interesting month to watch those playoff rankings which will debut on tuesday evening uh, yeah, I'm already prepared. Like I, Cincinnati, I wonder if there's odds available. Um, they're not making the playoff. No way. I would like to go ahead and make sure. Even if they go, is. they go undefeated. No, because Georgia's definitely in. Georgia, and then if if Alabama, let's assume Alabama and Georgia play in the SEC championship game. If Alabama were to beat Georgia, they're both in. They're both in. If I mean, if Georgia wins, then just one SEC team's in correct and so then we're getting to a point where i don't know how the big 10 plays out if michigan state has to play ohio state they do they do so ohio in the regular state's, season ohio state's getting in one of those teams will get in yeah if because uh, michigan state looked pretty good i mean they're they're undefeated they beat michigan yeah so they're undefeated so, so you got big 10 and sec and then you got uh oklahoma oklahoma's undefeated but uh, i feel like that oklahoma state or someone's going to get them I don't know where that game is this year, the Bedlam game, but that is uh, Mike Gundy. They lost a game, I know, a few weeks ago. But I just I don't believe in – I just feel like if a Big 12 has a team has a one loss, they're not getting in. And right now, I mean, if Oklahoma runs the table and wins the Big 12 championship, then they're in. But um, that, that's Cincinnati's got to pull for the Big 12 and when I say the, their future conference. When I say Cincinnati's got not getting in, I mean if teams run the table – right you know yeah oklahoma has baylor iowa state and oklahoma state left that game is in they'll they'll lose one of those games they have been just skating by pretty much all year baylor baylor look baylor thumped texas this weekend and i feel like all these schools especially iowa state oklahoma state baylor they're three those they're they're getting up for these texas oklahoma games they're like oh well before you go out to the sec let's send you a a little uh, farewell l out of here so uh oregon has a win over ohio state they have one loss if they go the rest of the way in the pac-12 would they put a one loss pac-12 team in over cincinnati i think i don't know man i I think the big one of the big things too is notre dame notre dame's got to keep winning too because if notre dame takes an l or two down the stretch then all they're going to say is oh we'll see the game at south bend wasn't that great because already the indiana win which was which is crazy of why they schedule these games out so far out but uh, i mean cincinnati played the games they had they're undefeated i hope east carolina beats cincinnati and it, and it becomes a mood point anyway i think that well, we all want that you know so i think uh, that, that's the ultimate goal here if you're you know an east carolina person or uh, you know waiting for that to happen but i i feel like if cincinnati does go undefeated they deserve to be in the playoff and if they don't then uh then it's really it's really another validation of why what's the point of it all you know well i saw a great uh tweet from mike DeCourcy, and he said that uh, by the way folks this is not a playoff it's an invitational it is that i mean i think that's a great way to look at it's kind of like a country club 
Yeah. It, it's like you're outside. I mean, it's like it's like the club to get the nightclub you get in where you stand behind the rope and there's not a line. They just point to who they want to come in. Like 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 Chandler back there. You you come on up. You you can get in now. It's not it's not like you've waited your time. You've done everything. So we um, have been raising awareness for Wake Forest on this show. Um, no one mentioned them. And just now we're the only people. I'm the only person that talks about Wake Forest. They look good against Duke. Now, granted, it was against Duke. I watched if some of their they go undefeated, well, how do they treat an undefeated ACC team this year? Are they ahead of Cincinnati? Are that, they behind Cincinnati? That is a great question to someone in the national media. <laughs> if Cincinnati and Wake Forest go undefeated, who is, you know? I will, I, I'm interested to see. So, Wake cracks the top 10 this week in the polls. Where are they in the college football playoff rankings on Tuesday? I'm, I'm fascinated to see that. So yeah, I think the big the big variable is is if Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, that makes the invitation invitational down to two spots because Georgia and Alabama are going to be in. That's the worst case scenario for Cincinnati and and Wake Forest. Yeah. And, I mean, because then if Oklahoma goes undefeated and if Michigan State goes undefeated or if Ohio State beats Michigan State, and move, then then it it makes it pretty tough for the ACC and AAC get a lot on the outside looking in if two sec schools are in the invitational so mike brings this up um we always want the pirates to win would it be a better outcome for ecu to get bowl eligible before the cincinnati game and lose the cincinnati game cincinnati gets the college football playoff money and we in turn make some money off that no because i believe it's a program win that mike houston can uh, plant the flag and say he can use that as a recruiting tool that they beat the number two team in the country it my guess uh it, it would be the highest win over a ranked opponent ever in the history of this program and uh, it would be something that you could use on social media for videos marketing recruiting and uh, i think it would sell i would think it would sell a boatload of tickets for the 2022 uh, east carolina football season so uh, d- under no circumstances do you say lay down and uh, lose to cincinnati I mean, and i think I, even if the again if cincinnati wins that game that they're, they're going to somehow be left out at the end of the playoff anyway so you might as well win it yeah i mean we're not i mean it's it's not no it's it, the answer and no. i like your your thing too ellerby there that uh that could lead to more money for east carolina beating cincinnati yes rather than the guaranteed if cincinnati gets there the future the ticket sales the interest all that rises yeah 100 percent. i mean i'd much rather build on build our fan base than worry about making whatever hundreds of thousands of dollars or even a million dollars to i mean no the answer is no it's just the long-term play of it is like boom that you know cincinnati left went to the big 12 well the pirates were the only team to beat them that year that would be uh that'd be pretty special yeah and, and, and i mean what a great senior day that would be for all the seniors if we have to figure out who the seniors are who the covid seniors are who's coming back who's not but uh no i think the momentum that you could build off that if that's win number six or i mean let's let's run the best case scenario what if that's win number eight yeah and then the pirates are you know all of a sudden maybe east carolina gets a better bowl game because of a win against Cincinnati, which could give them even more exposure because this game's already projected to be on ABC, right, at 3.30 or 7? 
that uh, Friday after Either ABC in the afternoon or ESPN in the evening. Yes. I so, I mean, you're, you're going to be on a, a, you know, a major channel with a lot of eyeballs. So, uh, and the highlights you're going to get the next day on Saturday on game day, on college game day, what, oh, are they, yeah. what are they leading with? You know, let's look back last night or yesterday afternoon, the Pirates. I mean, no. Well, and, and it'll be all about Cincinnati not being for real. But, sure. But we'll be in those highlights beating them. Right. If that were the case. It, it depends on what the play is. Maybe Holt Naylor throws for 400 yards or maybe there's a Hail Mary or a last second field goal something that you know can project and uh they can tell the story of east carolina's been down in the dumps for six years and now they got win number eight no it's it's a fantastic story but uh, the story starts with temple on saturday and uh it's a great game to build that momentum headed on before you hit the road the next couple of weeks tv schedule looks like this the rest of the way for east carolina espn plus three o'clock saturday against temple espn plus noon at memphis the following week on November 20th, East Carolina will be on CBS Sports Network at 3.30 in Annapolis against Navy. And then that last game will be either 3.30 or 7 o'clock on ABC or ESPN. So, Or ESPN2, I think, might be an option as well. But anyway, it's going to be a, a, a great, you know, a lot of eyeballs on that last game against the Cincinnati Bearcats. It was great to hear... Um, so xavier smith and bruce bivens came by earlier you'll hear that interview uh, later on in the show in hour two but great to hear them talk like the fans when they were leaving this was off the air but um i was like uh, i think i ended it with something like all right guys we can get back to above 500 and they were like yeah cool and then they were walking out and they were like and xavier said man we should be seven and one right now <laughs> and uh i was like i know i hate to bring it up but like woulda coulda shoulda like and I said, you also could be, you know, undefeated in conference play. And Bruce was like, man, that would be so cool. Like, they they never really look at that stuff because it's so, like, laser-focused mm-hmm. on week-to-week. And they take a step back and see where they are, which is at a pretty good spot. But what could have been, which would have been an amazing spot. And he even Bruce even said, we well, could be top 25. If they're 7-1 and one right now, they're top 25 with the win over Houston. Like so what could have been uh but still a lot to play for this year and hopefully that just makes the guys hungrier for uh next season yeah and it sounds like the players aren't looking back and hopefully most of the fans aren't aren't looking too far back and and ruining what could happen in november i think at the end of the season which would be the end of the movie we'll be able to look back and be like oh i mean there could have should have would have you know at certain moments but uh there's so much still to play for and this team still has a great opportunity to accomplish you know the goals which is to have a winning season and go to a bowl game so they could get to six wins and go to a bowl game but they also could do so much more i mean eight eight is still out there as a possibility not as likely but uh, i do feel like the next three games um you know if east carolina can put it together and and not have those you know small errors like they had in ucf and houston that that the pirates can be victorious they've proven they can go on the road and play football which is something they hadn't been able to do in many years so uh, i think the road games at houston and in orlando will hopefully teach them a lot of things that they can take to memphis and to annapolis and uh, come home victorious the memphis game I'm, I'm starting i'm getting worried about navy they're playing better getting some confidence we know our history against the triple option although we played great defensively against them last year uh i'm starting to think memphis might be more gettable than navy well, at this point my, my 
personal game plan, which I mean, of course, everyone's is, is to win the next two. Yeah. And then at that point, you're you're going into Navy with. I mean, it takes a lot of pressure off. You're like, hey, look at us. Look at the confidence we have. Hey, we owe these guys from last year. Holton, you didn't get to play last year against Navy. Let's let's show them the full East Carolina attack. Uh, the one thing I know about Navy when I watched them in the Cincinnati game and they played the Bearcats really tough is that the one thing if you can get Navy down, they they can run the ball that triple option threat really good, but it's hard for them to come back and pass the ball when they get down in a hole. So uh, if the pirate if you can build a lead against them, you stand a lot better chance for when they're trying to play catch up and you take that that run option away from them because when they got that onside kick at the end, I was like, there is no way they can go seventy yards or whatever it was mm-hmm. for for a touchdown. It was just you know it was like it'd be like me trying to throw the ball left handed down the field to you the whole time. It just wouldn't look very pretty. So or even right handed. Yeah, probably so, but I was just trying to make it even look <laughs> even worse. But uh, um, so anyway, uh, I, I I agree with you. I feel like. Look, they get a good chance to go on the road again, and I think you, you got to build off what happened in Houston and Orlando, uh, learn from it, and then and then fix it when you go on the road again. But uh, great opportunity this weekend to uh, really get things humming against Temple because they do not seem to be. I mean, I don't know, and I look forward when you have the opposing voice or uh, beat writers on coming on later this week. But uh, Temple football is not the Temple football that had uh, ripped off whatever six. Or seven wins in a row against the Pirates. Nah, and, and, the, all the coaching turnover seems to finally have caught up with them. Yeah. Like they had a great string of um, Golden, Rule, uh, Jeff Collins, and now Rod Carey. I mean, it was bound to, to stop at some point. Uh, they did a fantastic job of keeping that Temple Tough mentality and all that. And, you know, I still expect them to, to come in here and, and play some tough defense. And, you know, got some weapons, but they uh, they are not the temple of old. Plus, beating them last year, I know they were down to like their six string quarterback or whatever it was, but just to get that uh, the monkey off the back, so to speak, yeah, uh, it gives ECU some confidence. A lot of people, I wonder if they remember that game that, that, that there there was debate that whether this didn't be, happen that there was going to be a kickoff. I mean, remember that, the Houston five hour and whatever delay uh-huh. uh, last year in Philly? It was did it go an hour? It might. I, you remember they had to. Um, it was, a, it was, like, it was like 45 minutes yeah. to an hour because he, the teams had been on the field together, and that was you know, you know, 2020 COVID at you know its most highest panic moment. You know, it's like, well, contract tracing who's all been together, who hasn't. It had something to do with the player's girlfriend, and yep. I remember that they pulled one player off the field and took him to go get tested yeah. right away or something. It was like, <laughs> yeah. it was bizarro. And uh, I mean, and Temple didn't want to play, no, but ECU did. Yeah, the Pirates were like, hell no, we are here. Like, I mean, what a disappointment to go all the way to, I mean, been more disappointing to go all the way to Houston and not play a football game, even though they lost, but uh, real disappointing to get there, get warmed up and then uh, have these delays so there's certainly been some bizarro uh stuff that'd be good good talk to reflect on with the voice when he's on later this week of because uh, he did a long stretch last week in houston and then, and then or two weeks ago so crazy and i didn't think about it at the time but i saw some tweets that night in houston is this going to be the second east carolina athletics team to go to houston and not play because that happened to the baseball team remember that where they went down there hmm and ended up not playing made in, made the trip down there played like a scrimmage game on saturday against themselves right oh yep. because the because the, the covid houston, houston got covid yeah and, and somebody brought it up at tiebreakers when i went there uh post pregame show thinking that we would have a regular timed kickoff and when all this stuff was going on a couple said 
uh, brought it up because they went down to Houston uh, to watch the Pirates play baseball against the Cougars and ended up having to come back. Didn't even watch any baseball at all. Yeah, so uh, getting all the games in this year so far. Uh, so that's been great. Yeah, well, the Braves and uh, Astros will definitely play in Houston Tuesday and Wednesday because they have a retractable roof. Yep, that they will. Um, I there won't be a weather issue. I, I will say that. I guess. I mean, they'll be able to close the roof. And- I was enjoying that cold, rainy weather to quiet down those Astros bats because they uh, they woke up last night and they'll certainly wake up in the friendly confines. Yeah, when I tuned in Friday night and I, you know, my brother in law lives in Atlanta and just out of fun, I was looked him up the tank at the game. No, but I looked up to see how much tickets were because I could have a free place to stay if I went to Atlanta, you know, and I could driven down there. But I mean, tickets from StubHub were going for like fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a piece, and that was for like the nosebleed upper deckers. And I was like, hmm. Then I saw the rain and cold. I was like, man, that I don't know if you spend. You know, if you bought two tickets, you know, if you spend three to four thousand dollars to freeze your butt off in the rain for for a while, would would that be worth it? But uh, glad I just watched it on TV. I follow former ECU big man Chad Wynn, a uh, basketball player mm-hmm. on Twitter, and he is an Atlanta guy. And he put something out like "Big Sunday coming up." Falcons going to take down the uh, Panthers. Braves going to win it all. Not so fast, my friend. And then he quote tweeted and was like, why did I ever believe in Atlanta sports? This one's on me. Like, no reason to believe they'll do anything good. Why did he rope the Falcons into with the Braves? (laughs) I mean, that that would be my biggest issue. Like, I I, I feel you feeling good about your Braves, but why in the wild world of sports would you rope in? Well, the Falcons have won three in a row. Panthers had lost four in a row, and it was pretty typical. I know, but still. I would not have roped Once you put, you got to separate franchises here. You can't put 28 and three in the same room with your World Series team yeah i mean you wouldn't have but said we know about the braves playoff history i mean they did win one so they got that but big sunday got the football team <laughs> never got the never, braves never yeah. never i kept them far away apart from one once another. i saw the article about how the tickets for sunday night had skyrocketed at the chances of the braves clinching it i knew I thought that, it, that the fix was in and Major League not, Baseball wanted it, another game. It was like, okay, tickets There's are... local se- politics, bud. Right, tickets Very are several thousand dollars a piece. It's a bullpen night. There's no way this is going to work. Yeah, didn't work. All right, Ellerby, thanks for hanging out. Well, we'll hopefully see you next Monday for Victory Monday. Happy birthday, Clip Rock. You're a man. You're 40. Thank you. If you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube, wish Clip Rock a happy birthday. Tweet at him. He's going to work at getting the Redskins sold for his birthday wish and or the football team. It's still hard for me to not say the Redskins sometimes. Watch so. your mouth. I know it's just terrible, but uh, maybe you can get a double if the if you can get the Washington football team sold, and somehow the Braves can win without you, man. You'd have a heck of a week. It'd be a great birthday week uh, coming up. All right, let's take a break. We will come back, Captain Charlotte. Got the Hornets. I'm repping Charlotte sports, baby. <laughs> Panthers hat, feeling good. Did the Chandler tweet that uh, my Hornets and my Panthers. <laughs> well, well, they well, both won on Sunday. They did. And that's uh, why I'm representing them both. Charlotte Sports. Charlotte Sports. All right, let's take a time out. We'll come back. Double B's uh, Cowboys won last night without Dak Prescott. We'll talk some football with Bailey when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this.
listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's, now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today now let's head back into pirate radio live here's your host clip brock all righty back with you on prl about ready to shave but i i realized i've thought about it during the playoff run but i just don't want to mess up anything right now i don't blame you and shave until the world series is over so i realize that has nothing to do with me shaving or where i watch the game or what i say during the game but it kind of does so Everybody keep doing what you're doing uh, until this World Series is concluded. Let's head out to the Fixed NC Live line. We'll talk to a superstitious man, Double B, Brian Bailey. He's got some rituals he does during Cowboy games. Bailey, do you still do the uh, the hat thing during field goals where you'll take it off and shake it at the TV? <laughs> well, I'll tell you the truth. What I do now is I start the game with key plays and stuff and if it's over three over four i don't do it anymore so. oh okay all right i like that that's a good idea After- but if it's working you stick with it exactly last night it was like man i'm not getting anything right so i just but i do have the same hat i've worn for every game this season after the first week and the same shirt i've worn i came home last night and listen like why are you changing your shirt on it's game day isn't it the game's getting ready to start so you gotta change your shirt so yeah i'm a little superstitious there now I, I bought you a uh, Cowboys hat that uh, you don't know this. Before I gave it to you, I, I took it to a witch's uh, compound and put some spells on it. Have you uh, have you ever worn that hat? Did you throw it away right when I gave it to you? No, but I burned it because I. <laughs> <laughs> now the truth is, it's still in the closet. I still wear it every once in a while. Okay, I'll mess it up, but I don't. I don't wear the white one very often just because when you're eating chicken wings and a white hat, it just doesn't go hand in hand. Hey, you never know where that sauce could fly during a wing eating expedition. It's really a cool hat, though. How did uh, Cooper Rush? Cowboys got it done on uh, Sunday Night Football, which uh, the opposing quarterback was Kirk Cousins, so he doesn't win in primetime, so it wasn't that big of a feat. But no Dak last night. Uh, you guys were uh, still able to get the W. Yeah, and it was, you know, it was one of those – you know, just like the NFL always is, you know, it's going to go down to the wire and you got to figure out, you know, you're going to get some luck at the end. And there was some really, you know, just crazy calls. I, I swear, one, one time you tackle a quarterback and it's no call. The next time you tackle a quarterback, it's roughing the passer. Drives me crazy. Cowboys had a couple of big penalties on the Vikings last drive that they, the driver they took the lead with the field goal on. But then they were, overcame that and, uh, you know, scored the touchdown in the final minute and held on and, that was a big win for them. I really think, and we were talking about it earlier, I really think that the Cowboys were looking at the game and saying, you know, if, if Cooper Rush doesn't show us anything, you know, we may have to go out and get a quarterback because there's some out there. But I think Cooper Rush showed, hey, you know, I think I can win a game or two for you guys. So uh, he, he played very well. I think the, the team was around him. And, you know, Dak gave him a big hug after it was over with. So you can't have too many quarterbacks. Yeah, Tyler Sneed was in here talking junk earlier about my team and his Cowboys. We'll hear from Tyler uh, coming up at 4 o'clock. And he also brought up, it was a uh, kind of a weird day around the league for quarterbacks. You had Mike White going for over 400 in a Jets win against the Bengals. And the Bengals uh, have looked like a pretty good team this year. 
and then uh trevor simeon comes in relief of Jameis winston and the saints uh, able to knock off the big big bad bucks so uh, you can look around the league find some bad quarterback play but we had uh, some surprises on sunday and mike white was a former dallas cowboy draft pick so you know he was he was in the cowboy organization at one point and and you know the games were just fun to watch i, mean, I really thought you know tom brady was going to bring you know the bucks back like always he was going to win the thing and then you know the end the, the pick six and <clears throat> that was fun to watch the world series was on last night and it's a good time of the year Rams go out and get Von Miller, add him to the mix. I, I took them preseason in the NFC, so I'm going to stick with them, Bailey. But I got the Cowboys right up there with them, the Bucks, obviously. I, you know, the Packers are going to run through a weak division. How real are they? You know, what, what's the the NFC is loaded this year, Bailey. And uh, unfortunately for me, fortunately for you, your team is included in that mix. Well, I tell you what, though, it all matters when it gets down to, you know, playoff time. And if Dallas draws Green Bay, that's trouble. Aaron Rodgers owns them in the playoffs when they when the Cowboys get to the playoffs. So you know that would be a tough matchup. You know Tampa Bay has already beaten Dallas you know early in the year, but I like our chances as far as that one goes. But it'll just be fun to get in there if, if the if the team that's the healthiest though that's the one that's going to win this whole thing. I mean if the Rams stay healthy, they'll be tough to beat. If the Cowboys stay healthy, they'll be tough to beat. Uh, just forget you know this extra game is going to it's going to cost you something. We had some yeah. injuries this weekend. That's a good point. Uh, that extra game, and and another good point too, Bailey. Even though I got the Rams as the uh, the favorite to win the NFC, you'd much rather play against Matt Stafford than Brady or Rogers in January, right? No doubt. Yeah, yeah. no doubt about that. So yeah, that's, that's another thing to look at. BB, how about them Pirates uh, picking up a win on Thursday night? They take care of business at home. The first half, a little little wonky but man uh second straight game the defense pitches a shutout in the second half you talked to blake harrell earlier today on the brian bailey show his guys have been playing some great football and and kind of a bend but don't break they're giving up some yards but when it's crunch time when they're in the red zone uh they seem to be winning the battles and it's uh it's been a lot of fun to watch it was a lot of fun to talk to blake today too he's, he's really a good guy i think he he enjoys his role as defensive coordinator uh he invited me up to his office, and we chatted up there. And it was just, uh, you know, it was really a, a nice conversation. Really, I got to ask a lot of questions. I think, you know, you know, people. I always joke about this that people on the, the message boards and stuff they'll say, "Well, you never ask a tough question." But I thought we had some really good questions today, and we talked about some of the, the calls that you know, a lot of Pirate fans were upset about. You know, the the fourth and eight call at UCF. We talked about that call for a little bit. We talked about you know some of the other ones that. That, that you know, in hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously, but I think those guys go back and look at it, and they understand that hey, we probably should have done something a little different. We should have gone after that quarterback against UCF, but you know, you only get one shot to go through it, and he's very candid. Did a great job with the interview. I think you know, it was just uh, a lot of fun to talk to him, especially when the team's having success. I mean, that's that's the best uh, the best time of the year when the Pirates are winning some football games and hopefully on their way to a bowl berth. Offense left some points on the field in the first half of that game, Bailey, with some turnovers, and then we're able to come out in the second half and get started right away with a nice drive. Uh, Holt Naylor's to Audio Matosho, and uh, we saw Rajay Harris getting the end zone, Keaton Mitchell. It was some, some complimentary football going on Thursday night where the defense played well and the offense responded by uh, doing enough to get that win uh, and winning by double digits on Thursday. And I don't know if Coach said it in his press conference, but in the coach's show, when we did the coach show that night that aired on Sunday, you know, he said 
he said we should have called a timeout right before the fourth and one at the goal line, the fourth and inches at the goal line. He said, I didn't like what, the way we looked. I didn't like the way things were going. And I, I almost did it and then decided to let it play out. And then it was a disaster. And he said the Tyler Sneed kickoff return to start the second half set the tone. And then the offense went out there and got, you know, got busy, got it done. But still, the Pirates are trailing in the fourth quarter, and they get the pick six by Malik Fleming, who's the American Athletic Conference Defensive Player of the Week this week. So that was, that was the biggest play of the game. But, but as Coach said, that kickoff return and getting things started in the third quarter really helped. Talking to Double B, Brian Bailey joining us on the Fixed NC Live Line. Bailey, now you've got uh, the college football playoff first uh, poll going to come out this week, and we'll see where Cincinnati lands. I'm intrigued to see where undefeated Wake Forest lands. Still a lot of football to go, uh, but some opportunities now for for these teams to, to get the, up there in the mix. And I, I still think they're going to find a way to keep Cincinnati out at the end of it. Uh, all the Bearcats can do is keep going out there and winning, but uh, we'll, we'll see where those teams are slotted as uh, that poll will be released for the first time this week. Yeah, what do you think the odds are right now? If if Cincinnati wins out, is it 50-50 that they make the playoff? Is it 40-60? I mean, I agree with you. I think they're going to look for, you know, you know, and it doesn't help when ESPN or somebody came out with a stat today that said if, if Cincinnati didn't make the playoff, they'd be the worst playoff resume. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Right, now, I mean, what are you going to do? They played their schedule. And lucky for them, their schedule included a trip to, you know, Notre Dame. And Notre Dame still ranked high. So, I mean, I think yeah. it's not everything they can do. Georgia's in regardless of if they lose the SEC championship or not. If Alabama beats Georgia, they're both in. You've still got an undefeated Big 12 Oklahoma. You've got multiple undefeated Big 10 teams. Their champion's going to go. What do you do with undefeated Wake Forest if you have an undefeated ACC champion? So, uh, the, and, and Oregon beat ohio state if you got a one loss oregon pac-12 champion that beat ohio state who's probably who's going to get in if they win the big 10 what do you do with them i think uh unfortunately cincinnati still needs a lot of help i'll put it that way they still need a lot of losses out there cincinnati does they need they need for all those teams to start dropping games and and you know i think what they're going to do they'll probably put cincinnati at three or four in each one of these deals, going up to the last one, they'll <laughs> just flip them down to number five. Yep. Whoops, sorry about that. That's uh, that is probably how this thing will end up playing out. Brian Bailey joining us. We'll talk to your cohort at Channel Nine, uh, Ken Watlington, coming up on the show on Tuesday, who made the trip to Atlanta for uh, I believe games what five, uh, four, and five. Bailey, I think he was down there for four. I'm not sure if he had tickets for four. I haven't talked to him yet. I yeah. know he had tickets five but i think he was down there amongst the big brave population down there around the ballpark i'll get the details in a few minutes i think that was the plan that he showed me he sent me a picture while he was there of his uh seats for game five i think he lied i think he moved down and showed a picture and then went back up but I, that's what i'm saying i'm just kidding <laughs> uh chandler you got something you're leaned in no you got nothing Bailey, uh, enjoyed the chat, man. If folks missed the Brian Bailey show at noon, they can check it out at 6 o'clock. Great hour with Blake Harrell. So people can check that out. And, uh, Bailey, big high school sports week coming up, right? It really is. Soccer playoffs start tonight. We've got teams, you know, spotted all over the area. Then we've got the uh, volleyball Eastern Finals. Rose has to hit the road in 3A play. Conley's at home in 4A play. So that'll be uh, Tuesday night. If Conley and Rose win, they'll play Saturday for state championships. 
And then, of course, the high school football state playoffs, they start coming up on Friday night. Good deal. We'll be talking to Will Bland coming up Wednesday on the show, planning to hook up with Nate Connor as well. So you got football, you got uh, soccer playoffs, volleyball playoffs. It's all happening right now in high school sports. Channel 9, WNCT, Double B. We'll have you covered on all that. Bailey, thanks for joining us, man. And uh, we'll check out the Brian Bailey Show coming up tonight at 6. Sounds good. Take care. There he is, Double B, Brian Bailey, joining us on the fixed nc live line you know what i do have something to add because i was going to mention it while y'all were talking about mike white um i think i saw somewhere yesterday that he had over 400 yards and it was the first time a jets quarterback threw it for over 400 yards in like 20 years wow you don't have the name of the previous guy Mm -mm. neil o'donnell maybe wonder who the last jets uh i could probably look it up let's see it oh, that's a long time <laughs> that it is Chandler. <laughs> that's a long time uh most passing yards in a game for the new york football jets let's uh let's get a break in chandler we'll uh come back wrap up the hour uh dang it these are career i'll see if i can find some jets numbers when we return on Pirate Radio Live, we'll talk a little NFL wrap-up hour number one, get you set for our Players' Lounge in hour number two. It's all ahead. We're back with you on Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswearenc.com now back to the show welcome back to the show university pc care has been pirate nation's go-to it expert since 2006 university pc care are the local tech uh, tech support experts for any business needs let university pc care take care of it so you can take care of business visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now let's head back into pirate radio live here's your host clip brock all righty back with you on prl wrapping up our number one we we're talking about mike white throwing for 400 yards for the jets on sunday couldn't find more information on 400 yard games for the jets but i can tell you this chandler the jets went the entire 16 game era without a 4,000 yard passer so now we are in the 17 game era uh joe namath was the first quarterback to throw for 4,000 yards in pro football history I believe i have that namath the first quarterback in pro football history to throw for over 4,000 yards in a season and he did that in the afl uh with the jets in 1967 since then no jets quarterback has managed to throw for four thousand yards in a season ryan fitzpatrick came the closest with thir- uh, just over 3900 in 2015 so the jets have uh have had a rough uh rough go at it yeah at qb i would say so um they uh in this article they list the jets quarterbacks from 78 
i don't this can't be all the uh this is probably like week one starters matt robinson richard todd pat ryan ken o'brien browning nagel boomer assassin frank reich neil o'donnell Vinny testaverde ray lucas Vinny testaverde again huh. chad pennington brooks bollinger brett Favre, mark sanchez geno smith Fitzmagic, josh mccown sam darnold to name a few there was a uh former jet that you just mentioned uh the color commentator for the panthers game on sunday uh here's a uh, here's a hint but fumble oh yeah yeah mark sanchez i watched some of that game on uh sunday what you uh, call him sanchez yeah i like that that's what he was never heard that before yeah he was the sanchez <clears throat> even when they were good they didn't have a good quarterback here's a fun stat a stat to consider and it's not that fun for uh for titans fans because they're losing uh derrick henry potentially mm. for the year uh the 2000 yard club is an exclusive club it includes eight players it includes a former pirate chris johnson the stat to consider (laughs) sorry was i uh boring you chandler yeah be quiet please all right saw malcolm gray yesterday malcolm had something to say there he was upset the stat to consider go ahead me you want me to go ahead? Thank you. I mean, you can take over if you want. Give me your laptop. I'm fine to, to sit this one out. The 2,000-yard club includes eight players, one alleged murderer, mm. um, CJ2K also in there. There's like three He was at the Bills list, game, though, right? One guy that wore braces while he was running. OJ was at the Bills game yesterday. I saw that, yeah. and, and somebody said, "Could you?" I think it was Tommy Smokes from yeah. uh, Barstool said, "Could you imagine being at the Bills game and hearing what's up, Twitter world?" <laughs> <laughs> Immediately check your neck moment right there if you, if you hear that behind you. The juice is out there. Uh, so the uh, Derrick Henry, the most recent member of the two thousand yard club last year uh how about he goes out with an injury and the titans sign another member of the 2000 yard club who was that adrian peterson all day who uh did it on a year where he came back from injury and it wasn't even fair because now every acl injury we're like oh well adrian peterson came back and rushed for 2000 yards it's like tommy john surgery you should be better no that is not how it works adrian peterson is just a freak uh, a health freak and a lot of people didn't have a lot of uh confidence in him when he was a redskin but man he was really good for washington whenever he would play for you guys <laughs> was yeah, really good but well he's decent i tell you what he had a he had a day he was better he was better than what people crappy team yeah and i think he was uh was really good uh peterson's numbers he had a 1000 yard season <clears throat> in 2018 898 yards in 2019. That might as well be 50 years ago. Is that the last ago, time though. he played? He had uh, 604 yards for this team last season. Oh, the, Named the, them. the Lions. Very good. Yeah. So, remember um, <clears throat> when he, and I'm looking at his numbers here, what two teams did he play for in 2017 before going to Washington? Um... I'll give you a hint. Another 2,000-yard... I love stuff like this. We're just getting into trivia now. Another 2,000-yard rusher, Chris Johnson, played for one of these teams. 
Uh, oh, the Cardinals. The Cardinals. He played six games for them. What team was he staring a hole in his head coach before he got traded? Oh, the Saints. <laughs> Remember Sean that? Payton. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's like I, staring death holes into Sean Payton. I was going to say the Saints the first time before you mentioned Chris Johnson. Yeah. Because I, I thought I remembered him as a Saint. But, yeah, I do remember that. He was staring into his soul. Hey, Adrian Peterson, he's no saint. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> you remember that time he beat his children with sticks? Yes, <laughs> that I do. Did he get suspended? He got suspended for that, right? I hope so. For uh, whipping Being, his kid yeah. with like a uh, tree branch. A switch, as a switch. we called it back in the day. Go pick your switch. Yeah, go pick it out. I never got hit with a switch. I can't okay. say that I didn't. I got spankings um, I got very early on in life but um my my when i think spankings my memory goes to a um a fake spanking which my sister and i we just me a happy birthday i love you said thank you i love you like we we get along now that we're adults she was four years younger years younger than me she was uh she always thought i was the favorite so she was jealous you know and we we didn't get along great as kids just because we're brother sister all that stuff so but i knew she loved me when i was having a sleepover and my dad said a fun prank would be to hey y'all know uh y'all pretend like y'all got in trouble and uh and come in here and so my sister is listening to this go on and my dad's got a belt and he's like slapping it against the bed and he's like i told y'all to quit doing that and he's like, y'all scream, y'all do something. And we're like, all right, all right, we got it, no. And then my sister starts like screaming, crying from outside the room. <laughs> stop, daddy, stop. <laughs> and so that right there told me that my sister really did love me. And then we walk out of the room laughing, and then she starts crying again. Then she's upset. And then she hates us again. Right, now she's upset. Now yeah. she's mad. That's so, cruel, uh, dude. I know, it kind of was now that I think about it. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Fake. Hey, let's do Home a fake abuse, spank. But thank let's you. do a fake abuse spot. <laughs> <Thanks, man. laughs> hey, the bookers were running out of uh, storylines, Glenn. So thank you, uh, Jana, for loving me. Love Dad's in jail because of a prank. <laughs> she called the cops. Child <laughs> services show up. You know what? Things were different back then, now that I think about it. <laughs> they they might very not different. fly in 2021. Uh, but She's yeah. going live on Facebook. <laughs> See, you're right. If that was back then, she'd be on like TikTok or whatever. Yeah, right. Like live streaming. It could be very problematic. God, things are uh, completely different now, aren't they? Like some fun, innocent prank stuff back then could get people in trouble these days. Sure. All right. Well, there's that segment. Let's take a time out. We'll come back. Uh, we. I love that segment. That was a great segment. It's called Things That You Can't Do Anymore. I really enjoyed that story. Cool, neat story. And we talked about uh, alleged murderer O.J. Simpson. What's up, Twitter oh, world? We were told to be quiet by Ma- Malcolm Gray. Well, I was, not we. I was specifically told by Malcolm from direction of Chandler to be quiet at mid-sentence. My bad, bro. Shirley Rhodes. My bad, bro. <laughs> My bad, bro. All right. All right, bro. Bro. Uh, let's take a time out. We'll come back when we return. Tyler Sneed and Rajay Harris will join us inside the Players' Lounge. We're back with you after this.
hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local, printed local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio for 18 years. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Rock. All righty, time to go inside the Players' Lounge for the first time on this Monday. Coming up later on this hour, you'll hear from DJ Ford, Bruce Bivens, Xavier Smith at 5 o'clock, quarterback Holton Naylor's at 5.30, Pirate Wideout. CJ Johnson. And right now, we're from Tyler Sneed and Rajay Harris. They dropped by the Pirate Radio Studios earlier on. Back. Chandler. Last segment, you give me the can you be quiet, please. This time, you interrupt me with my voice. What is happening over there? I, you interrupted yourself, brother. <laughs> my apologies for interrupting Don't get on me. me you're right i interrupted me um let's uh let's 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 try this again earlier today tyler sneed and rajay harris came by the pirate radio studios let's hear what they had to say inside the players lounge all right back inside the players lounge on a monday edition of pirate radio live here with east carolina running back rajay harris and pirates wide receiver Tyler Snead, gentlemen, how y'all doing today? Great. Good, good. Appreciate y'all being here, coming off a W on Thursday night. So you had that quick turnaround after Houston. You play uh, two games in a span of a few days, a little extra time off as you get ready for Temple. So how'd you uh, how'd you spend your weekends? Resting the body, back on the practice fields? What'd y'all do this weekend? Rested. We got uh, Thursday. We got Friday, Saturday off. And so... Uh, Kind of just rested, you know, let the bodies heal. And then yesterday was Sunday, so that was back to normal schedule. So uh, we're locked in on Tipple this week. Did you need that two days off, Rajay, after playing two games like that? <laughs> yeah, you definitely need it. But I had, um, me and my girl had went to uh, Scary Ones down in Charlotte, you know, spent some time okay. down there. And uh, came back, I got some rehab in. So, you know, the break was always good. It's always good to have a little break. So what is is that like Carowinds, but yeah, it's, it's like Halloween season? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Did it's you do like, all the rides and stuff? Nah, the lines was like long. We only did like two, three rides. It was like real, real long. We should have got a fast pass, though. <laughs> it was a waste of money, for real. <laughs> it was uh, Halloween weekend, so uh, did you guys, do you dress up now? Did y'all do anything this year? <laughs> My, me and my girlfriend dressed up. She, I never dressed up, but she wanted to do some some couples things. So first night, uh, dressed up as the Matrix, which was kind of cool. I thought it was, I thought it was fun. But uh, I don't know. You dressed up? Nah, I dressed my daughter up. Though. We dressed her up as a bunny. Okay, uh, awesome. Man, How old's your daughter? <laughs> She's seven months. Okay, that's great, man. My daughter is turning thirteen in February, and a couple years ago, she said, "I think this is my last year. I've lost the Halloween spirit." <laughs> But then this year, she wanted to, to actually do something, but it was too late. But yeah. uh, So enjoy it while they're that young, Raja. It's yes, good stuff. Yes, uh, how about as a kid? Did y'all have any favorite costumes growing up as a kid? I was um, I was Superman like for a couple years, like back to back. I used to love Superman. For some reason, I do not know why. I used to love it. <laughs> the Man of Steel. How about you, Sneed? Yeah, so it's funny. My girlfriend did The Matrix this year, but I always just, I didn't do the mask or anything, so I always had like a long black coat that I would put on and glasses, 
and I was young, so I'd never see the Matrix. And my parents were like, you can just be the Matrix. So that's what I went Stuck to with for like eight years straight. I was going to ask, is that yeah. still popular? I mean, that was out in like 1999. It was a new one. Oh, okay. It's a new one or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's back. The Matrix is back. Yeah. Keanu Reeves and everything? The whole. I don't, I don't All right. see. We'll oh, see. <laughs> All right, back to football. Uh, the football is a metaphor for life. You know, you celebrate. Also, you have adversity. You learn from it. You bounce back. So, Tyler, let's talk about the fumble. First of all, does that happen on a clear, dry night? Was the uh, the wet ball, the rain, a factor in the, the fumble? Uh, it wasn't It wasn't as bad as, as it seemed, probably. I mean, the balls were wet, but they did a great job just, like, getting them in and out. So, that, that didn't have any effect on it. It was just, you know, my fault, lack of ball security. And, uh, you know, I got to get it fixed this week. Well, you fixed it the Thursday night. You came back out of the locker room six points in the first half. I'm sure y'all weren't pleased with that. Mm-hmm. Come out, big kick return to uh, ignite the team right there at the start of the third quarter. That was a big play. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, great blocking. I mean, we saw it on film and it opened right up. You know, those guys, all, all 10 of those guys did their job. And so it made mine really easy just running behind them. Rajay, a really a hidden play, but it's probably something that gets celebrated when you guys are watching film. I saw it right when it happened on Thursday night. Holden hits Audio Matosho for the big pass play, but that doesn't happen if you don't pick up that block. And uh, it's probably something it, it doesn't get a lot of headlines. You don't see it in the stat sheet. Uh, in fact, you had a hundred yard rushing game. I'm going to talk about this block before that, <laughs> but uh, but that's a huge play, man. I know you you guys take a lot of pride and stuff like that, right? Definitely, man. I just want to protect my quarterback, man. You know, um, less hits on Houghton, the better he's going to be. So you know, I just got to protect him every play. Uh, offensive line did a great job; they protected us. Um, so it's just you know, we protect the quarterback, we win. Hundred yard uh, night for you, Rajay. You got going. You found the end zone as well. Uh, you know, how'd that feel to, to break out a little bit on Thursday night? Uh, I mean, you know, it always feels good when you have a great, good game, but, you know, uh, you can't let it get to your head or whatever. So, uh, you know, I'm back to the bases now. I'm back to, to grind mode, you know, throughout the week, just grinding with the offensive line and Houghton and Sneed and just, you know, trying to stack days, be 1%. Like basketball players, some of them know when they're closing in on a triple-double, uh, they know they need an assist or a rebound. Do you know when you're closing in on 100? Is that important to you, or do you find out after the game? I just find out after the game. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I don't too too much get into the stat game like that. I just you know try to do what I got to do just to get the W. Uh, big rushing day for the Pirates as a whole, and uh, and part of that was you, Keith Mitchell, and Holden Aylers had his best day running the football. That goes back to the O line you're talking about, but you guys blocking uh, on the outside too, Tyler. So how about that day uh, from Aylers running the football on Thursday night? You know that flashbacks from freshman year whenever <laughs> he he was running like crazy. So uh, no, it was good to see that again, and you know he's. He's a playmaker, and he can do both. So, uh, you know, it's good to see that. You know, when you score six at, in the first half, well, what's the talk in the locker room with, with Coach Kirkpatrick, with Mike Houston, with you guys in general? I mean, obviously, you know you're going to put up a lot more points than that in the second half, but what's that talk in the locker room like when you struggle for a half? Um, well, this one was a little different just because, you know, we felt like they, they hadn't really stopped us. It was more self-inflicted. You know, like I had my fumble, and – uh you know, yeah, one some, of the goal line, the yeah, Holton. right before half. Yeah. So I don't think it was as bad as it it may seem on paper. Just you know, only putting up six points, but uh, that's what they they said at halftime just to keep our hopes up. You know, they haven't stopped us yet. You know, we come out second half firing and 
and we're good to go. We just got to play our game and protect the ball. So uh, I think we did a great job of that second half, and we got the job done. Yeah, sometimes I don't like that phrase, we beat ourselves, because it, like, takes away from the opponent. But it yeah. did feel like that first <laughs> half with, uh, you know, Shane had a fumble where he makes a nice catch and then gets stood up, loses the ball. Sneed, Ehlers lose the ball. But, but Rajay, like, it did really feel like, man, we're beating ourselves out here, right? Nah, it did. Uh, that was the talk, you know, for the running backs when we got in there. You know, we was we was driving the ball. It just be this mistake here, this mistake there. It's just we take we take the mistakes out. We win by you know thirty. So I mean, it's just a learning experience. You know, we are gonna learn from it, and you know this this week gonna be a great week. Uh, a little more on that game, and we'll look ahead to Temple. But uh, when you put on the black jerseys, when you come out and the boneyards rocking on a Thursday night on ESPN, like you guys get fired up for every game. But it's a little little extra when all that's going on. That was my first time wearing a black, so like I was already lit, like pregame, <laughs> just just having the black on, man. I just felt good and a little sand. You look good, you play good, so yeah, it was just one of them nights. Look good, feel good, play good. Thank Tyler, you. was that yes. the case the other night for you? Case, and then the fans did a great job coming out. You know, student section was rocking, and then all the other fans that came, especially in the rain, you know, supporting us. That that's huge for us, and that definitely, definitely gives us that extra motivation. This might be above y'all's pay grade, but who's doing the uh, the jersey picking? Is that something the seniors do? Mike <laughs> Houston, who's deciding that? It's the leadership council, yeah. really. But uh, y'all got any input on that, or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Had, had a conversation yesterday about it, but I don't think we ever decided on one yesterday. Nah, for the yeah. next game. Yeah, yeah for okay. this week, yes sir. All right, uh, well, keep uh, keep in tune. Have y'all been? I hadn't checked who's been in the videos. Have y'all been in one of the uh, jersey reveal videos yet that they do during I have, the week? I, I, have, I was in the black one. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. All See, right. You wasn't in one? Nah. Sheesh. <laughs> no respect. Say I do some more push-ups. <laughs> uh, by the way, the, the videos uh, that ECU football puts out are awesome, man. It makes you guys look like badasses out there. Definitely. And uh, those got to be cool to be a part of. You probably don't even realize when you're shooting it like how good it's going to look when it comes out. Right, Roger? Nah, that's true right there. Big shout out to Jared and his staff. Man, yeah. he just... You know, he's working. You know, he don't talk much. He just he in the lab all the time, just working. All right, you got Temple coming up next, 4-4 four and four on the year. Another home game, 3 o'clock kickoff time. We'll be on the air 11 o'clock on the Bud Light pregame tailgate on Saturday. Uh, what do we What do we know about the Temple Owls right now, guys? Good team. You know, they, they had a good game against Memphis, uh, beat them. And Memphis is a good team as well. So, you know, everybody in this league is good. And, uh... They got a good team. I think they're better than what their record shows. So uh, it's going to be another challenge this weekend. For whatever reason, Temple had ECU's number, but you finally got over that uh, last year with a road win in uh, in Philadelphia. It was your first crack at them, Raja. You've yeah. been around here a little while, Tyler. But you know, like every year, no matter who they got, who the coach is, that Temple tough. They're, 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 right. they're, they're physical. They're a tough team. Yes, sir. Rajay, uh, Brian Bailey was in here earlier today. High school football playoffs begin this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, I always hear about like a freshman wall for for college running backs. And you were banged up at the end of last year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when you looked at the schedule and you're like, well, man, I should be, my high school season should be wrapping up. But we got four or five more games left. How tough is it as a freshman <laughs> to take those hits uh, um, when you're not used to it late in the yeah, year? Yeah, that's. I wasn't used to it at all last year, like. You know, I used to tell him. I went in the training. I was like, my shoulders. You know, like I can't feel my shoulder. It was like that's just college, man. I was like, wow. Like, what you What you mean? That's just college. And it was just like rehab and get back out there. And I was like, dang, 
Well, I guess that's just college, then. So, and as some, and now as a as a, a sophomore uh, or a freshman, <laughs> but your second season, mm-hmm. uh, a little more used to it as you head into the colder months this year. Yeah, like the little tweaks I be having, I just you know work through them now. You know, uh, it's really a mindset when you get here in college. Uh, taking that from my sophomore year, trying to like install that to the younger guys that you know just push through the little the nagging pains or this and that. It's just just push through because it's gonna all work out. You know. Uh, I'm curious, guys. Didn't get a chance to talk to you last week. How do you spend a five hour and twenty minute delay on the road? What the <laughs> heck did you guys do for that long? Nothing. Nothing. Did nothing you drive yourselves crazy doing yes. nothing? That was just frustrating, right there. You just yeah. in there, just laid out on the floor. You know, you got people playing games on the phone. This is just like wow. Like people started pulling out the laptops at one point. Yeah. We just knew it was going to be longer, so. <laughs> People started doing schoolwork and stuff like that. But you were so bored, you were doing schoolwork. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's like you still got to stay focused and yeah. and stuff like that, even though it's five hours. So I don't know. It was just it was tough. Yeah. Well, glad to uh, to get the home win on Thursday and be back home coming up next week for uh, the Temple Owls coming up on Saturday. Uh, guys, appreciate you joining us. Have a, a great week of practice this week, and let's get another W. Let's yes, do it. Appreciate you. Rajay Harris, Tyler Sneed inside the uh, Players' Lounge here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We got to get to our interview with DJ Ford and Bruce Bivens and Xavier Smith. When we return on Pirate Radio Live, you'll hear from those Pirate Defenders. We're back with you on a Monday after this. PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs. You can make a difference. Your tax deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation. And GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program today. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All righty. Welcome back in to Pirate Radio Live, hour number two. As part of our Bud Light ECU report, we are visiting inside the Players Lounge here on a Monday edition of PRL. Got Holt Naylor's coming up at 5 o'clock, CJ Johnson at 5.30. You'll hear from Bruce Bivens and Xavier Smith later this hour. But right now, let's hear from Pirate Safety DJ Ford. Talked to him earlier today on the Fixed NC Live line. Let's hear that right now. All right, back inside the Pirate Radio Players Lounge here on a Monday. Joining us, East Carolina Safety DJ Ford. DJ, how you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? Doing great. And uh talked to a couple of your teammates earlier. Uh, got the... The day off Friday and Saturday, then back to work on Sunday. DJ, after playing those two games in such a, a short time span, how nice was it to, to get a couple of days off to rest? A uh, little rest is always nice, but uh, with two games back-to-back like that, you learn to appreciate it a little bit more. So we all for sure appreciate the downtime, and uh, it's nice to get to catch up on some of the other games around college football. 
Uh, I enjoyed that myself, uh, DJ, having Saturday off. Always nice to to be able to just kick back and watch football. Before we get to the win over uh, in USF and what you got coming up against Temple, let's go back to that Houston game, uh, DJ, because I didn't get a chance to talk to you last week. So what was that uh, experience like having to sit around for five-plus hours waiting for that game to kick off? Uh, couldn't have been the, the most fun thing you've ever done, right? No, sir, for sure. Um, it was a challenge. Uh, I've never waited around that long to play a game since, I don't know, since like literally, you know, you wake up bright and early, sitting around in your uniform all day. That's what it felt like for me. But um, by the time we got out there, you know, I kind of forgot about everything that happened. You know, once the game got going, it was all about the game. It was all about trying to get the W, you know what I'm saying? So once the bullets start flying, you forget about all that. Back-to-back games, DJ, the defense didn't give up uh, any points in the second half, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that, too. How about you uh, health-wise, DJ? I know you were a little banged up heading into that Houston game, but you're able to go in that one and able to play against South Florida as well. And I think you're uh, you're on a list with a lot of guys that probably aren't 100% but are out there uh, giving it all you got at this point in the season, right? Yes, sir. I've been finding a little bit of an injury bug the last few weeks, and that's never fun. But being around the guys that we have make everything a little more manageable. And uh, it's fun being with those guys in the locker room, out in the field, being a part of that. So I just try to do all that I can to give my all to the team. And uh, the safety position and the the corner position coming up big against South Florida. Of course, Malik Fleming, the big pick six, putting some points on the board, giving ECU the lead. And how about Tegan Wilk coming on and a nice tip drill interception by Dorso as well. Uh, the guys on the back end playing fantastic uh, right now for your defense. Oh, yes, sir. Like you said, Malik with a big-time uh, play and the huge interception that gave us the lead. He also had a pass breakup early on in our – uh, in the end zone versus their receiver. Uh, he's been a great tackler. That's shown up in the game. So excited to see him continue to do what he's capable of. Tegan was a guy that not many people knew of. Uh, he's shown flashes this year, but I'm extremely excited for him and his development. Um, he's a younger guy, but he's fearless. He's fast. He's physical. He's smart. Everything that you look for in a football player, especially in the secondary. So to see him come along has been really meaningful for me because I've kind of taken him under my wing once I got here back in the spring. And then also um, Sean Dorso with the ESPN Top 10 interception. You know, happy for him. That's my guy. Uh, can't forget Bruce Bivens in there flying around, making tackles everywhere, running step for step with the team's probably fastest receiver. So, I mean, guys are just playing hard, playing ball, and great things are happening. I'm excited for them. And, man, what's going on in the second half, DJ, where you give up no points to Houston in periods to, uh, three and four, and then in the third and fourth quarter against South Florida, you guys are trailing uh, fourteen to six at halftime. You pitch another shutout in the second half. Uh, you guys are turning it on when you need to in winning time, and uh, it's shown up the last two weeks. Yes, sir. Uh, we for sure shown up big in the crunch time, and uh, our challenge to ourselves this week is to see if we can start the game that way, and not only start but play the entire game that way. You know what I'm saying? So. Our goal is always a shutout, and hopefully we can get that this week. DJ Ford joining us, Pirate Safety. DJ, South Florida got some yards, especially on the ground, 199 rushing yards uh, for the Bulls. But 
uh, it was almost a, a bend but don't break. I don't know if you defenders like that that phrase, but you give up some yards, but once they get in the red zone, you stiffen up, uh, you get a stop there. Uh, how much pride do you take in that red zone defense, DJ? That They might get down the field, but, but they're not going to cash it in. Yes, sir. Uh, we take a lot of pride in that. Uh, that's something that we work a lot on throughout the week is the red zone. We spend a lot of time on that. So we pride ourselves big time on being able to stop teams and force them to field goals or hold them to nothing. And that's exactly what we did. So our hard work paid off there. Another great stat, DJ, uh, zero third down conversions for South Florida the other night. You That helps when you went on first and second down. But how about getting off the field on third downs? You guys were perfect at it on uh, last Thursday. Yes, sir. I knew we were doing great, but I didn't realize that we kept it perfect. Um, obviously, that's always the goal, and uh, we did just that. So guys made plays when we needed them. DJ Ford joining us. DJ, uh, just got through with the Halloween weekend. Did you do anything uh, Halloween-related? Do you dress up uh, still these days? <laughs> Actually, I did dress up, but I was very basic. I uh, I threw on some eye black, and I put on a football jersey. <laughs> you know, it ain't in me. It's on me. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. How about, uh, I had to stick with it. How about growing up, DJ? What was your all-time uh, favorite Halloween costume as a kid? Uh, I think Spider-Man was my favorite one when I was younger because it was my favorite movie and everything like that. So I put that mask on, that costume. You couldn't tell me anything. <laughs> DJ Ford joining us. DJ got Temple coming up, another home game. Pirates with an opportunity to get back over 500, sitting at 4-4 four and four right now, 2-2 two and two in league play, looking to get to 5-4, and 3-2. and two. Uh, What do you know about the Temple Owls uh, at this point, DJ? Uh, I think that they are a team that's better than what most people think. They have some athletes. Uh, you know their culture, their history, and their brand of ball that they play. They they have their theme, Temple Tough, uh, big and physical up front. Uh, they got some guys at the skill position as well, so we have to make sure we take them serious and approach them just like we have everyone else uh, thus far this season. And um, Yes, sir. So excited for the remainder of the season. Uh, we only need two more wins be able to go bowling and uh we're determined to get that yeah and you can go uh halfway there if you get this one against temple how nice is it dj with the the travel and, and the waiting around a couple of games ago that you get back-to-back home games and you know you, you still got to go through a, a tough week of practice but you don't have to worry about a plane and hotel rooms and anything like that how, how comforting is that it's very comforting and then there's nothing like playing in front of the fans in dowdy ficklin stadium so uh, I mean, even last week with the the weather conditions that we had, our fans showed up and they showed out. Um, it was exciting to see that we had that many people out there cheering us on, you know what I'm saying, regardless of the weather conditions, rain, shine, whatever, they were there. That was great, uh, especially the students uh, showing up on Thursday night, being loud, and hopefully uh, an even better crowd coming up this Saturday when the Pirates take on the Temple Owls. DJ, great stuff, man. Thank you for joining us uh, here in the Players' Lounge, and we'll uh, talk to you again next week. All right, thanks for having me. DJ Ford joining us inside the Players' Lounge here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Great to hear DJ fighting through some pain right now and also really happy to see these younger guys around him step up and talked a lot about Tegan Wilk there and and his play and Sean Dorso and uh, him making a play on a tip drill and just that entire secondary for East Carolina. The defense as a whole has made so many improvements, but this is the best secondary we've seen for east carolina in many many years and hopefully uh we see that again on display saturday when the pirates take on the temple owls we'll be with you 11 a.m saturday morning 
on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, taking you up to the 3 o'clock kickoff and, of course, after the game, the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. So looking forward to another big Saturday of programming here at Pirate Radio. We'll roll on with more Players' Lounge interviews when we return and wrap up hour number two of today's show. You'll hear from Bruce Bivens and Xavier Smith, a couple of Pirate linebackers, when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious curious about this current real estate market? Do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. So call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back into Pirate Live. Here's your host, Cliff Rock. All right, I'm a little curious, so I might uh, call Scott. See if I can get some help on that. Thank you, Chandler. (laughs) What's so funny? Troy's like, I don't know. That's funny. What's funny? <laughs> Nothing. Troy's here. What's up, Troy? Hey, man. Happy birthday, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate it. The big 4-0. Yep. Can you at least get Gundy with the I'm a man, I'm a 40 queued up? Um, this is not my regular job. I know. So All right. I'm sorry. Not I shouldn't have raised my voice like that. I've already made a couple of mistakes today. <laughs> Chandler, during the break, if you could be so kind to search it, we can find it new. Play it live. Okay. I'll help you find it. Right now, we will hear more from the Pirate players as we'll go back inside the Players' Lounge and hear from a couple of Pirate linebackers, Bruce Bivens and Xavier Smith, coming off a win over USF and hoping for another one this week against the Temple Owls. They dropped by the Pirate Radio Studios earlier today. Let's hear it right now. All right, back inside the Players' Lounge on a Monday. Clip Rock here with you and a couple of Pirate linebackers, Bruce Bivens and Xavier Smith, joining us inside the pirate radio studios gentlemen nice win on thursday night how y'all doing today doing great doing great yeah same doing great appreciate y'all uh coming out and uh and bruce uh we'll start with you good game on thursday night you had to play two in a handful of days so uh did you get a couple of days off after that win and then how much did you need it after playing so much football in, in such a short time span yeah we definitely well i definitely needed it you know um you know, you know, we all know football is real taxing on your body, and we had a real quick turnaround. So, you know, it kind of did me some justice to get some extra rest in. But it felt great getting a win at home. And so that was the first time, you know, we beat South Florida at home since I've been here. So First time ECU's ever beaten South Florida at home. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Bulls had won every game at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium until Thursday night. So that was a big one yeah. uh, for multiple reasons. And, and, Bruce, you also got to go back home the previous week uh and then man great defensive performance shut him out in the second half against the houston cougars didn't pull out the win in overtime but 
uh were you able to, to visit some friends and family on that trip yeah i mean i didn't get to you know visit them but you know they came to the game and stuff yeah. um it was good to you know see some of them you know after the game um you know due to like the delay and stuff um some of them went home because you know some of them had to get ready for work the next day and it was pretty late but i got to see most of my family especially my immediate family and stuff like that i seen some of my friends it was pretty good seeing them because i haven't been home in a real long time that's great xavier uh how the heck do you spend a five hour and 20 minute delay what'd you do while you were waiting for that kickoff i'm gonna be real <laughs> that was probably like one of the hardest like like situations that ever play out because like okay like a 30 minute delay cool you can still keep your focus a hour delay like that's like dang that's kind of a long time but you know we just gotta wait an hour we go out there and play two hours <laughs> I'm like man I'm like are we gonna play and then it hit like four hours and I'm like there's no way we're playing and then as soon as like it was like I, don't, I was like five or six hours it was a long time like I took a nap woke up everything I could have went to sleep played a game watched a movie <laughs> and like when everyone thought like the game was gonna be canceled or postponed they're like alright we're about to play and everyone was like what <laughs> like I know that's how I was I was like yeah, what yeah. like I was so tired and I already felt like I played a game <laughs> so long so yeah that was definitely hard but you know once like we got into the groove of things you know it was just natural like how every game is like the momentum and like your like the energy like I don't know like when it comes like to a game like you just get like a different type of energy and at first it was a little delayed when we went out there but like as soon as things got going and like my body got back to where it needs to be then it's like normal game second half shutout against Houston second half shutout against South Florida what's going on uh, in the locker room guys you come out for that second half you play lights out Bruce you've done it uh, back to back games now um shoot I mean you know we like, if we make mistakes, we just come in, you know, fix them and, you know, act like we've been here before and just, you know, go do what we do, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, um, the opponent, they, they're scouting us just like we scouted them. So, like, they probably know what we probably about to come out in and stuff like that. And, you know, they might get ahead of us, but, you know, we just adjust to do what we got to do to make sure we come back out ahead. Xavier, a couple of uh, stats we talked about a moment ago with DJ Ford. Uh, the, the bend but don't break. Uh, South Florida had 199 rushing yards, but you guys were able to stand them up in the red zone, only allow 14 points. And then no third down conversions for the Bulls. I know you guys take a lot of pride in, uh, in third down defense as well. So yeah. when, it, when it comes crunch time, you guys are standing tall. I know you're, you're proud of you and uh, your guys' effort. Yeah, definitely proud of how we played defensively, especially in the second half. But the big thing we want to harp on is the way we play in the second half, the play that way in the first half that way we can be even better defense you know more of a lights out elite defense rather than just like a good defense make a good defense a great defense uh one thing an elite defense does is take the ball away and you guys are doing a lot of that and he turned it into points on uh on thursday night malik fleming jaquan mcmillan's been getting a lot of headlines this year malik fleming makes the play that gives you guys the lead and really kind of sent that game into high gear uh how about that play how about all the tegan wilk sean dorso bruce you guys are flying around man and uh and getting the football back for your offense i mean takeaways are something though that we definitely improved on from a year ago you know we definitely emphasize that in practice you know punching the ball out Tegan, I don't know how he, I don't know how he do it, but like, he different, man. I don't know how he does it. Like he must be paying players off to like get turnovers. But, you know, like for the for the amount of time he's in, he's a real productive and like 
impactful player. And uh, I don't know, he's just like a player that's like just patient and wait till his time comes. And every time he gets his moment, he always makes the most of it. So I'm really proud of Tegan. Malik, you know, that one play, he was he got beat on that same play before. And uh, so, like, it's like you come to it again, like, okay, you beat me once, don't let it hurt you a second time. And he capitalized off that. And then that was lit for him because a little bitty boy, man, with, with a little pick six. <laughs> was so short. It was fun. <laughs> and then um, J-Mac and Sean Dorso's uh, pick. Little tip drill. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought J-Mac had it, so we was joking on him about his hands. And then Sean, I don't know how he made the top five with that one because I would have scored on it. But, you know, it's all good. Uh, I'm real proud of them. You know, we're playing real lights-out defense right now in the second half. We need to play like that in the first half. But it's just fun to – play games like that you know go out there and ball my boys well i know so you want to you want to block on the interception xavier but next time get behind them call for the lateral maybe they'll toss it to you oh shoot maybe <laughs> i'll take one i drink under the crib <laughs> talking to xavier smith bruce bivens uh bruce and, and xavier talked about malik maybe get beat on the play you come back strong we talked about that with sneed earlier where he fumbles the kickoff comes out to start the second half has a big return to kind of spark the offense so if you're out on the football field and you make a mistake nothing you can do about it then you just gotta do it right the next time right yeah, yeah. We get, um, i mean next play mentality that's the, that's what we harp on that's what the coaches harp on so you know we just try to live by that you know we don't let you know adversity stop us from getting where we need to be Bruce Bivens, uh, Xavier Smith, Bruce's appearance inside the Players' Lounge brought to you by Greenville Auto World. Greenville Auto World, World, your home for an awesome selection of late model cars and trucks, plus a full-service department. If you need new tires, lift kit for your truck, they got you covered there, too. Greenville Auto World on Highway 43 in Greenville. And uh, Bruce, Tim Sutton, those guys do a great job over there. Yeah, anything you need, Tim, Tim and his, um, <laughs> this guy be, Tim, Tim and his um, crew will get you right. You know, he's a real great guy. No, whatever you need, go to town. I actually need an oil change if you want to set that up. Talk to Bruce Bivens. He'll help yeah, you out. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> Greenville Auto World. Tim Sutton, thanks for the support of Bruce Bivens at Players Lounge right here on Pirate Radio. So you get a home win and you get to stay at home. You don't have to worry about any travel coming up this week. Temple Owls at 3 o'clock at Daddy Ficklin Stadium. Uh, what do you guys know about Temple so far? Um, I mean, they're – traditionally know for me in Temple Tough, you know, yeah. they're coming here, you know, run the ball on you, out physically you, you know, be the more dominant team. So that's what we know about them right now. We got a chance to watch a little bit of film because we had a shorter week. So we got a head start on some film. They're they're definitely better than what their record says. So we just got to keep that in mind. You know, a lot of young players, they see a record and think, okay, like they're a bad football team, which is not the case. It's far from the case. So we just got to treat this like every other game, you know, and just be one to know this week and just have that mentality going throughout the season. Bruce, uh, you talk about South Florida finally picking up a win against them here. Uh, Temple had ECU's number for years. You guys were able to uh, kind of right the ship last year in Philadelphia. So you picked up a win against them last year. Got to go out and play tough this week, but at least you got some confidence that you can beat this Temple Owls team. Right. You know, we got a real good football team. So, like, any opponent that we play, we have opportunity to beat because we got a real good football team. So, I mean, we just got to go to work and make it happen. You guys uh, watch any football over the weekend? What'd you, or did you do some fishing, Bruce? What'd you do? I ain't gonna lie, I kind of stayed in. You know, I ain't really doing anything. Xavier? Halloween weekend. It was Hollow weekend. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> Did you dress up this year? Yeah, the, oh the first God. night I was a, I was a cowboy. And then 
<laughs> the first night I was a cowboy, and then the second night I was a grandpa. So a grandpa. Yeah. All right. Silly guy, silly guy. Bruce, do you get involved in that stuff these uh, days? I mean, Friday I did. I did. You know. I'm sitting here acting like I stayed in, but Friday I dressed up like a SWAT, you know, SWAT officer or whatever. So that'd be intimidating. I don't want to mess with that. How about as a kid, Xavier? I know you probably got a ton of answers here. Your uh, your best costumes as a kid. What what are your favorite choices? I can't remember. I'm Batman. <laughs> Batman. So Rajay was Superman. He said for like three years. Uh, DJ was Spider Man. Bruce, you were Batman? No, I wasn't Batman. Uh, I was just being funny. I can't remember. How were you as a kid? Star Wars. The Star Wars. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had a little sword running around. To be honest, I have no clue. Are you kidding, Xavier? I can't I remember. Yeah. You're still dressing up now, so who's... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I always try to pick something funny. What's your uh, what's y'all's go-to Halloween candy? What's the best uh, candy out there? Sheesh. Mm. Uh, Reese's. Oh, Twix, that was my first one. I probably that was my first one. I Laffy love Reese's. Taffy's. All right. Make me hungry. <laughs> yeah, all that. Need all that. Bruce Bivens, Xavier Smith here in the Pirate Radio Studios. How about the. Uh, talked about this. Rajay said that was the first time he's put on the black uniform. You guys have been around for a while. So when you put on the black, the boneyard, the students are out there. Thursday night ESPN. A little extra juice flowing the other night for you guys? Oh yeah, for sure. Besides the rain and yeah, the, it got a little little spooky after that. <laughs> it got a little spooky with the rain and the wind. It sure did. But you know, the fans still came out there. They still support us. You know, they mean more than they mean more to us than they'll ever know. So it was good to have that. And then like we wear black very few times. So like when we do, it's like important for us, and that gives us some extra juice as well. The guys were talking about a leadership council picking the uniforms. Are y'all a part of that decision-making process with yeah. the unis? Yeah. All right, so you talk every week about what you're going to wear, and all mm-hmm. right, so another home game. You don't have to reveal anything, but when are y'all going to make the decision for this week? Oh, uh, we already made the decision for this week. Oh, okay. All right. I can't I can't <laughs> let y'all know that. And uh, video. Yeah, and those videos, man, are these guys do a great job. Is it Jared? Is yeah, that the name? Jared. Man, yeah. you guys look uh, very intimidating. It's cool. Uh, you guys, and I, I said this earlier, you probably don't realize <laughs> what it's even going to look like while you're doing it. Yeah. And then it looks so awesome. But uh, that's got to be fun to be a part of all oh, this yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I got to do the first one. And I already knew from there he was going. He yeah. had to set the bar. <laughs> He's real up with that. He's real creative with those type of things. So. Yeah, uh, really, really cool stuff. All right, Xavier Bruce, thanks for dropping by. Uh, good luck this week. And uh, try to get another the w try to get uh above 500 and that fifth win yes sir for appreciate sure. it thanks for having xavier smith and bruce bivens inside the players lounge bruce bivens appearance inside the players lounge brought to you by greenville auto world greenville auto world your home for an awesome selection of late model cars and trucks a full service department if you need new tires or a lift kit for your truck they got that as well greenville auto world highway 43 in greenville Thanks to Tim Sutton and the folks at Greenville Auto World for their support. Bruce Bivens in the Players' Lounge right here on Pirate Radio. And uh, Troy D., that defensive side of the ball, getting it done for East Carolina. About back-to-back games with shutouts in the second half. Man, they are. If they can keep that energy and uh, success up, this is going to be a a good stretch of the rest of the season here. They have absolutely uh, rose to the occasion. and been a, uh, a really bright spot right now with <clears throat> ECU football. And uh, side note on Greenville Auto World, have my car over there now, Clip. They uh, found, thought I was having some issues. You heard Bruce Bivens say they're great folks. They, they had a, uh, a radiator hose that needs to be replaced and some new front brakes all 
they'll take care of it all right there good deal yeah so uh so just tying it back into you know the troy d mobile should be ready to roll here soon yeah hopefully so all right god willing i feel like have it back you got the rover we had a conversation about it what was going to happen yeah it's you know there you got to have someone in town that can help you repair things and thank goodness greenville auto world is there for me because it is a uh issue at times <laughs> <laughs> are, are they happy you got that vehicle <laughs> well i did buy it from them so they were happy about that too so uh, i mean it's a newer one yeah, yeah. it's a newer rover yeah, I, I, look i've had all types of vehicles i've had jeeps i've had yukons i've had they I all mean, end I've up had, in the shop sometimes correct yep everybody's got everybody i don't care what type of car you have you need tires you need oil changes you need brakes you need the you know the constant stuff and uh, there's other things that are going to happen occasionally batteries are going to die me. and they yeah. took care of my AC in my car, in my Jeep. Yeah. It just reminded me of the conversation we had literally the day that you you got it. Yeah. About what happens with Rovers. Yeah, right. Right. I do remember that. And we're like, well, let's roll the dice. <laughs> it was a new and one. The dice has been yeah. rolled. Rolled the dice on the NASCAR season with Clip and Fantasy this year, and that paid off. Man. Brutal. Brutal. I mean, you got Kyle Larson. You did had no idea who the guy was. I know. But, it was uh, really almost a garbage pick at, towards the end. He's dominated. Alex Bowman, one of the young guys that yeah. I've had forever was uh on your roster this year so yeah just an off year for brock motorsports but you you killed me last year are you in for next year i'm willing to come sure we got to do it i think we got to open up the field to who at least two more people i'm not in (laughs) i'm not a nascar guy i was about to say that i did see something with kyle bush yeah um keselowski i think they had something going on the track yeah i feel like kyle bush is always stirring he, he stirring not a nascar up. guy and now you're gonna talk about you it? sure sound like a nascar guy to me <laughs> but that's this is it this is it <laughs> he this is, is my only page in my nascar book. constantly mad about something yeah so you know, you're right about that glenn you want to get in next year i mean i think we should do more people troy what do you think uh well, well i think we'll take think it we case by ex- case i'll accept glenn the into the uh fantasy field there so we'll go at least three deep that would be better so yeah. we could have uh, i'm not going to commit to four right now it depends who the person is it's kind of it, like a frat right now. I just now. think if you had, if you expanded the field cool. a little I'll bit, let you it would be more. Come in. It could the the competition could go up. Yeah, I like it. We need uh, need the, another driver. Yeah, in the but the good thing. when it, when we did this two man fantasy, which I've never been a part of anything like that, you're, someone was either going to win or lose every week. It was kind of cool, you know. Like you either knew you were going to make money or lose money every week, right? Mm-hmm. And if it was the making money, you'd love this thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like last year, this was a really cool two man fantasy group yeah right yeah two wild and crazy guys <laughs> Dude, man, this could if you're just tuning in now we're talking about nascar <laughs> sports it kind of gets me thinking yeah. though like the future of fantasy sports could just be two-man leagues right just you I, and your I, bud I, just we, play fantasy football you're just loaded yeah. correct correct but we might be onto something right here it works a lot better in nascar than like football <laughs> if only right. we had gone a hundred dollars a week instead of 10 bucks a week oh man what a christmas this would have been man that yeah i would have been out by <laughs> may i've been out of it all right let's uh get our last break in of this hour we'll come back hour three of pirate radio live when we return Holt Naylor's pirate quarterback will join us inside the players lounge also cj johnson said to join us in hour number three as well will we have time before we get to holton in the open to uh address your birthday sure okay clip has turned 40 today i may or may not have a thought for him did you think about thinking thinking about about (laughs) my birthday stay tuned for the answer you're not going to want to miss it could be 
could go off the board here. You never know what could be getting ready to happen. Well, I know what didn't happen. You didn't spend money. <laughs> There's no gifts involved. Don't try and pin me in a put me in a box, Glenn. You never right. know. I know you didn't put something in a box. <laughs> 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 That's how Bingo. That's how it's done. Uh, we're back with you after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home service partner, call them today at 919-292-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. All righty, hour three of Pirate Radio Live. We'll continue on with our Bud Light ECU report and go back inside the Players' Lounge in a moment with Holt Nailers. Later on this hour, we'll talk to Pirate wide receiver C.J. Johnson. Clip Brock, Troy D. here. What's up, Troy? Hey, Clip. Happy birthday, officially. Good to see you as you... Uh, so this is the official happy this birthday. This is the official happy birthday in hour three here, as you are now a man. I am. Uh, Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! one of the greatest rants in college football history mike really, gundy is still there separate from college football history just one of the greatest sports rants ever yeah by the way did you see the tcu um, coach he's been there forever though 20 years that's what i was going to get to yeah. kirk ferentz is the the longest tenured coach in all of college football at iowa and gundy's got to be somewhere on that list i know uh kenny amatololo was 07 saban 07 and it's counting down the list here. But anyway, yeah, uh, so Ference was 98, uh, 98. Gary Patterson was hired in 2000. And uh, yeah. finally, and, they're going to go And their think about all ways. the changes Gary Patterson saw at TCU. I mean, when he started there, we were in the same conference with them. Conference USA? Yeah. And then he rode at to, like, the Big East at the time or whatever it was. I don't know. Like, they, they switched conferences, like, every other year before it was, like, cool to switch conferences. They were like bouncing around like crazy and were at fast track. TCU, I remember, you know, uh, rose the ranks really quick. Yeah, and uh, found their home in the Big 12. Yeah. And Mike Gundy has been at Oklahoma State since 2005. So Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! He was 40 in 2007. Yeah. So he well, is like 54 now, if yeah. my math is Doesn't right. Doesn't have the same ring to it. I'm a I'm man! I'm a man! I'm 54! Yeah. Come after me! I'm a man. I'm, I'm 57. <laughs> because he's fat. <laughs> Jim, Rome, Jim Rome still plays. He's, fat. Fat. he's a good kid. He does all the right things. This the whole rant is great. One of these days we just put, should play the rant in its entirety because there's so many good pieces to it. Other than that, that's just appropriate today because, Cliff, today you're a man and you're 40. And I'm Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. How does it feel to be 40, by the way? Like I joked with you earlier, you, you could be at halftime here at life. 
And I said, I'd, I'd love to be at halftime right now. <laughs> Cliff's like, I hope, I hope this is halftime and not the third or fourth quarter. We're halfway there. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Um, it feels about the same as it did yesterday. Yeah, I know how you feel. I mean, after you get your license, not, it, like the twenty, you know, the twenty first is probably your 16, last. 18, yeah. 21, 30 is kind of something because it's like, yeah. well, not a it, kid anymore. It's sad. Yeah. And Troy, you hit a milestone. This train's coming down the tracks. Let me tell you, the caboose may be a little loose, but it likes to kick, stretch, and kick. I'm fifty. 50 years old yeah that's scary um but cliff this is your day enough about me i know you're after me <laughs> i'm a man i'm 40 I, I, I was thinking about you today oh i got a thought you did <laughs> thank you and i noticed a lot of other people were thinking about you online appreciate it but how many people took the time to actually get you something today um no like seriously anybody i think I was, right now was i saw mama brock up here earlier is that what's yeah, that? my mom dropped okay. by. No, that's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Any coworkers get you anything or anything? No. No. Okay, well, I wanted you to know. Oh, God. What did Troy D think about you? Troy D went out and got you something, buddy. Oh, man. It's not huge, but it's the thought that counts. And it is a little something. You it got is... me a computer bag? <laughs> <laughs> that's I got, awesome. I got you a small little gift. I figure something everybody likes that could lift your spirits whenever you're feeling down and, and a card. M&M's. Oh, wow. A box that's, of M&M's. That's awesome. Have should, I, should I read the you card? Can read the card all, uh, uh, pl- you can read it on the air. Sure. Birthday paradise. I thought two weeks in Hawaii would be nice for your birthday. I'll give you a call when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy I, your birthday. The perfect Troy D card. I, I, I get the best. Nice. I, did, I did include a uh, little personal note on there. It's it's inside. I, you know what? I thought about putting some cash in there, but I was like, mm, there's Christmas around the corner. Clip. Ah, Clip, thinking of you on your birthday. Happy 40th birthday, bud. Uh, Troy D, don't tell Shirley. Yes. I got you this. It's more than she got from me. <laughs> yeah, so let's keep that Nobody tell Shirley. Yeah, don't tell Shirley. Shirley be irate right now. Are you got a card and candy? I mean, this is Shirley great. would be rolling over in her grave if she was dead right now. I feel like that's one of those things where Shirley starts pointing to the tattoo to like let you know her commitment. She's like, look at what is, I did. This is great, but now you look like even more of an a-hole for not getting Shirley anything other than you a shirt on her birthday. Well, you know. Shirley comes back to work. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> Shirley's going to be mad at you. It's going to come on you. I know. Now she's going to be jealous that I got these M&Ms. So. She and, is going to be coming at... And a hand-selected card that could not have been any more appropriate. By the way, are cards the most meaningless thing ever? I, I mean, thank you and all. <laughs> but, like, does anybody really like cards under the I like, age I like of cards. 85? I think cards are still nice. It's such an old it's school tradition. Yeah. It's, it is it's a, literally the thought. It's literally the thought that I thought of you, and I but, went out to the store, and I spent $3.58. And it's not just that. It's looking through a 100 different cards to find the right one. That is... To find that one, it is very much the thought. I had to go through fifty cards to find the. Is right Is there card. like a Troy D section? Because that's a perfect. That, that Troy is, D card. That's what I'm saying. The, what? It, it was the search that took the time. He went to the uh, fiduciary section. <laughs> to pick that card. What's more meaningless? What's more meaningless? A text saying happy birthday or a card saying happy birthday? Oh, the text is trash. Yeah. 
Well, it's not trash. It takes no effort to make a text. Just Fa- the Facebook is the lowest you can go. I always yeah. do the text yeah. instead of Facebook. Text is more and personal. It's yeah. personal. Yeah. That's I, at least I a agree, personal right. message. Facebook is the low-lying fruit. That's the easy, you know. And well, then, anything public is And then is text, at fruit. least you have to know the person directly to be able to send them a text message because you don't have everybody's cell number. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then email, I don't know. DM. <laughs> DM birthday situation. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Troy. You're welcome, Cliff. Thank you for being here. Uh, you, you came through. You thought about it. I did. And you delivered. Execution, man. Yeah. Well done. All right. Uh, now do you want to get to Holden? Yeah, let's get to Holden. All right. Earlier today, we talked to Holden Aylers on the Fixed NC Live line inside the Players' Lounge. Let's hear that right now. All right, back inside the Players' Lounge on a Monday. Clip Rock, Troy D. Let's talk to the quarterback of the East Carolina Pirates coming off a win at home on Thursday night. Holden Aylers joins us today. Holden, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. And I asked how you're doing as a pleasantry. Now I'll ask how you're doing physically because you took some shots. You also ran the ball uh, with the most success you've had so far this season. So how are you feeling physically uh, as we talk to you today? Yeah, I'm feeling um, anytime after a win, you feel a lot better than you do after a loss. So, I mean, that, that's always a good thing. But, I mean, when you're this deep into the season, you're always going to have nicks and knacks, and that's just kind of part of the game. It's, it's more part of just, you know, getting as healthy as possible until Saturday, and that's just – part of it now you know i've been doing it for four years now i kind of have a plan in place to to get my body ready for saturday so i'll be ready to go you know i mean i'm feeling as good as i have this late in the season in a really long time so um i'm feeling pretty good starting quarterback holden aylers joining us here in the players lounge troy d alongside clip rock and uh holden uh clip had mentioned you know you had a lot of gains on the running on thursday night now how much of that was design plays for you how much of that is just hey you see a lane and you decide to take it i know we've talked in the past before you said you, you've wanted to you've had the green light to run um in this situation on thursday night how much of that was hey just having an opportunity and taking it versus this is a design run play yeah i mean there was a, there was a good mixture of both um there was a couple of scrambles in there you know two or three scrambles um on a couple of third downs that were, were not designed. They were just, you know, instincts from from the pass kind of breaking down and the pocket kind of breaking down a little bit. And then, I mean, we did have a few more QB design runs, um, especially, you know, the second half of that game when it started raining a little bit more. And we knew the pass was – we could still throw the ball, but it, it was getting wet there towards towards kind of the middle part of that second half there. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a good mixture of both. Um, you know, I, like I said, I've said it for a while that, you know, I, I'd like to run the ball more than I have been, so it was good to get out there and, and do that. This, this is a, a season right now with still so much to play for. The Pirates currently 4-4. Four and four. Uh, As we've talked about in the, before, a, a lot of the goals very achievable that you guys have set for this year. And obviously a big one is is to get to postseason play. Now two wins away from being, el- being bowl eligible. Uh, this team's had to learn how to win. They've been knocking on the door, as you know, for a number of these games. Do you feel like things are starting to make a turn? Because it seems like this team is getting more and more confidence as the year goes on. And it seems like, at least last year, the team played better in the second half of the season than they did the first half. Yeah, I do. I mean, I do feel like we're kind of learning how to win and gaining confidence. I mean, building a program, there's a lot of things to building a program, but one of the things is learning how to win. And You know, these last few years, like you said, we have played – really well down the stretch um that's kind of when we've turned it on so we're in a good spot right now you know we feel good about um the, the rest of the schedule ahead of us and, and the guys in our locker room that we can go out there and, and get us to a bowl game and that like like i said and we've said it you know pretty much all off season that that's our goal is to get 
get six and get into a bowl game and, and change this program around. And Holden, speaking of confidence, when you look back at the film and, and the box score from last Thursday, you got to get a lot of confidence in that you, Keaton Mitchell, Rasha Harris, all had good days on the ground, but you hit eight different receivers passing the ball. So you really you spread the love on Thursday night, got everybody involved on the offensive side. And as you move forward to these last four games, you, you want to have those games where you're clicking on all cylinders. And, and it felt like last Thursday was a good start to doing that. Yeah, it did. I mean, I think a big thing about you know getting the ball out of those guys is, I mean, we had some sets when we were going five wide in MC formation and and no, we're going to throw it or no, we're going to run you know QB power or QB run there. So, um, which is, I mean, I, I love doing that stuff and, and Coach K knows that and we're starting to get into that a little bit more these last few games. So, um, anytime we can get those athletes out in space, I mean, they're, we got some incredible receivers, some incredible tight ends that um, can really make some plays, and, and I'm excited to see what they do down the stretch and just getting them the ball, kind of like I've really said all year, just get those guys the ball in space and they're going to make plays. Hold this, Troy, again. you got uh, Temple on the docket coming up this Saturday at 3 o'clock, another home game, another great opportunity. So I call it a uh, very winnable opportunity. Temple struggled a little bit this year. I know you guys have got to be hungry and uh, really looking forward to the chance to keep uh, a win streak going here. Yeah, we are for sure. I mean, I think this is probably the most motivated this team has been since since I've been here this late in the season because um, we've had some seasons where we didn't have too much to play for and late in the season and now, you know, we're in this final stretch and we have everything to play for and everything that every one of our goals that we set out are still ahead of us. So um, it is a big, it's a big stretch for us. You know, we got to play well late. Um, you know, November's where, you know, everything happens and, and we knew that coming into the season that we were going to have to win some games in November to to get to where our goals were going to be, and, and they're still in front of us. So, um, you know, these seniors and these coaches are just going to help lead these guys, hopefully, to a bowl game. And, and you know, we're, we think we can get more than six wins, but, you know, it's got to take it one week at a time. Hold, any time you, you go into a game with the defense playing as well as East Carolina's, you feel like you got a shot to win no matter who you play. And those guys are flying around back-to-back games where they did not allow a point in the second half. Uh, how, how much fun is that to watch from the sidelines? And how much does that fire up the guys on the offense when they're out there making plays, getting the ball back like that? Yeah, it's great. Um, you know, I have all the confidence in the world in those guys. And like you said, I mean, they're flying around. Those guys are, you know, getting comfortable in that scheme and, and really – playing very, very well and playing good football. And not only that, just getting stops, they're getting turnovers too um, and, and getting points from it. So, I mean, anytime you can get points from the defense, shoot, I mean, we'll take it any time and even just turnovers. But, yeah, I mean, Coach Harrell's got those guys flying around. Um, we're excited. We think, like you said, I mean, going into any game with the guys playing the way that they are on defense, I mean, we think we can win any game we play. Holden, uh, didn't get a chance to talk to you last week because it was such a short week and everything was uh, abbreviated. We weren't able to hook up schedule-wise. So since we didn't talk to you uh, going into Halloween, I'll ask you, coming out of Halloween, uh, anything exciting for uh, Holden Aylers during Halloween? Do you dress up? Do you do anything? And I'll steal Clip Rock's question. What's your favorite candy? Uh, I mean, we didn't really – I mean, we did – I had a couple players over um, and their girlfriend and stuff like that, but nothing too crazy and – um, I dressed up as a doctor, so nothing. I just went to the Halloween store, and the only thing that fit me was a doctor costume, so I put it on and I wore it. <laughs> doctor Ailers. All right. Uh, <laughs> the doctor of offense. Uh, all right. I like it. And full disclosure, Clip likes the costume question. I like yeah. the candy question. I'll take yeah. candy for now, and you take costume. Good stuff. Uh, Holton, good luck this weekend. Uh, keep Keep it rolling, man, and we'll talk with you again next week. For sure. Thanks, guys. Happy birthday, Clip. 
Thank you, Holden Aylers. Holden Aylers joining us today inside the Players' Lounge here on Pirate Radio Live. Got a birthday shout-out from QB1. That's pretty special right there. It is. Did you have a good Halloween, by the way? I didn't ask you that yet. Um, No, the Braves lost. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. I did well. I, you know what? Um, we put it on and they right before they hit the Grand Slam. That was exciting. And I was like, man, this thing. They're going to win this on Halloween. Four nothing. This is like meant to be. Boy, the battery's going to be crazy. Yeah, they can't screw this up. What a lead. Then I get home. It's like, whoa, how are they behind? Yeah. So, Got away. Yeah, sorry so, about that. Clip, I want to ask you a question. They have this app now called Cameo where a celebrity can give you a birthday shout out, happy anniversary, whatever. <laughs> What's the one celebrity that you would want? You only get one chance at this. What's the one celebrity? That's a great, uh, great question. I need to to ponder that one. And Channel, it's funny you asked that because I was uh, looking at celebrities that do this, and, and I actually found one for you for your birthday. For me? Yeah, because not everybody would appreciate this guy, but I'm like, man, if I got this for Chandler, this would be like the greatest gift I could ever give you. Like one of those celebrity shout-out deals. Yeah. Is it Jim yeah. Rome? I'm, I'm not going to say who because I'm actually considering doing it. When is your birthday? Uh, it happened last month, so you have a whole nother All right. year. Okay, well, if you're here 11 months from now, I might do it because it's that good. Did and- Troy wish you a happy birthday? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I didn't get him anything, but I did wish him a happy birthday. I can't remember. You're Really? You're the only person around here I've gotten anything for, Clip. That is very special. Yeah. Very special. And not your work wife. Man, what a bad work husband. Yeah, you're more like a work uh, yeah, child. Younger brother, I was going to say. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's not a child. I mean, he's 40. I'm from a man. I mean, for Christ's sake. Come, come on. Come after me. <clears throat> I'm a man. I'm 40. He's a brother. There's a lot of, uh, unfortunately, dead people who I would like a cameo from. Uh, Skip Carey. I was going to say, Skip Carey would be the greatest. Happy birthday from your friends at the Superstation. When, tell you me have to pay you... an extra $500 for like a, a median to get the ghost. Yeah, come out maybe and... I can bring out the Ouija board and get that done. <laughs> we can get a Macho Man up here. And... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of dead rest. Skip Caribbean. Enjoy your dinner tonight at 6.05. <laughs> and maybe like uh, maybe somebody in the wrestling world, because um, I can't think of any Washington football players or anything like that. I mean, who's Jim. The, who's I was the, just who's thinking of people with cool voices. really liked in the 80s? The nine, the Michael nine. Westbrook? yeah <laughs> no no joe theisman you're not a big joe nah, theisman i mean guy. i never really watched him play yeah i never i mean he was he was before my time what about uh joe gibbs we might be able to make that oh, how about uh, i already met joe gibbs yeah i know so that's right Chris already, Cooley. That, was, that was like a we Chris make, Cooley would actually there you go how about a yeah. group shout out from the hogs that would be pretty sweet actually yeah that would be cool um but either either washington or somebody in the wrestling world i guess would be i'm trying to think of like any actors or anything but nobody really comes to mind so i mean i, I was thinking from a radio perspective like jim rome or chandler as jim rome well we could actually i was going to say we could almost make jim rome happen yeah our well, version want, of cameo on. is called scamio we <laughs> 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 give you lookalikes i wonder what it would sound like let's go through the magical radio jim rome wishing clip rock a happy birthday let's go to the emails <laughs> Jimmy, it's your boy's Clip's birthday. He's a man. He's 40. That's right. Come after him. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Happy birthday, Clipper. 
All right. We need to let him work on that one a little bit. No, oh, it's sometimes you, you can't call. Yeah, I know. That was well, well it's that, and I haven't done Jim Rome I know. In a while. I know. It's You get a pass. I saw where uh, Gruden may uh, Gruden oh, may be suing. Uh, so, so. Oh, I think. How about we not talk about it, man? <laughs> I think this Gruden story is just getting started. Just getting bubbling. Oh my god! Because here's the deal: if he sues for wrongful termination or whatever, you know, uh, for I, and I don't know if it'll be termination because he, I don't know if he got fired or quit or how they ended up doing it. But if he sues for whatever he sues for, and that opens them they up gotta, to d- discovery, yeah, they got which they have in those emails. His lawyers will request all. 650,000 emails and guess what's getting ready to then leak and go public I guarantee you they are trying to settle with Gruden as hard as they can to make this thing go away because you don't want the discovery phase opening up the Dan Snyder because that is that will be the the break in the dam right there if he ends up suing and can get discovery because he will and I guarantee you that's what they're going to do sure and then those things go public because you know it's a treasure trove of just terrible stuff in there. Well, you know that he's got to be upset that he was the only one that faced Correct. any sort of repercussions right. for this. And, and I'm not look, and I'm not wishing ill will on any of these guys, but you know they're not angels. You know, they're, we know Dan Snyder's not a good person. Well, right. Mark, we know this. Mark Davis is uh, is upset about it too. Like, yeah, is the guy I hired the right the one being scapegoated y- here? Y- y'all were looking at another organization. How did my head coach get fired? Right, and they didn't get a thing happen to them. Yeah, you know. So it's it, yeah, this thing it's going to be a big story. I think when in the off season eventually when <clears> this could be the snowballs. one that takes down Snyder. Uh, Curtis asking, is Troy going to think about getting the cameo the same way he thought about getting Shirley a gift? Yeah, this will be a fleeting thought, Curtis. What do you mean? For who? For Chandler. Not, not necessarily. I'll just uh, yeah. All right. You know we are talking about 11 months There's from no now. There's no chance. There's no He remembers this conversation. Next week, much less 11 months from now. <laughs> 11 days, 11 minutes. If, Clip, if you, when it gets closer to Chandler's birthday next year, if you could help remind me about it, nah, I would be willing to make the investment in it because I think he'd think it would be cool. Yeah. But I don't. But you know what? You know what, Troy? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and. Say thank you because you're thinking about it right now. Yeah, and I actually you're it wasn't thinking just right about now. It. I saw someone. I'm like, this guy would be perfect for Chandler. Seriously, wow. I was like, oh man, if I was going to do this, and I thought about it, and he was somewhat reasonable. It was, you know, some of these guys are ridiculous. Oh, you yeah. know, some of, I mean, yeah. I got to spend a couple thousand dollars. On you could not get Jim you know. Rome. I just looked it up. Yeah, man. But there are a lot of people that do this now. We yeah. should do this for Pirate Radio. You could hire a Pirate Radio personality. I like Glenn's idea called Scamio. 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 <laughs> yes, I love that. We'll do lookalikes and sound yeah. alikes. Twenty bucks, I'll do it for your kid. Hey, I want like ten bucks for Rick Smith to uh to give me a birthday. Yeah, what about for Rick Smith? You think he could wish Cliff a happy birthday? Well I just I remember when I was forty. Now I'm seventy four. <laughs> and I'm I'm not a man. I'm an old man. <laughs> but anyway, happy birthday, Cliff. Thanks, coach. <laughs> Appreciate that. Real Rick Smith will be here Friday. But I know he won't be here Friday. No, he's he off is off week. to Kentucky. Yeah, to go see the Wildcats play Tucky. the Volunteers. Yeah, uh, yeah. For Scamio, I'll uh, I'll cuss at you like I did Larry in Texas for ten bucks. This could be like a Call whole in. niche market we could fill for the Pirate Nation. Yeah, yeah. So I'm you in. Can, so you clip could yell at people. I'll give you like you know a happy you know message, 
Ellerby could be like inspirational. Like oh a yeah, message. definitely. Um, <laughs> Chandler could be a smart ass. Uh, Glenn can if, sadness. Can, yeah, Glenn can bring, <laughs> can bring you down. Can bring depression <laughs> to your yeah. life. Talk about all the Sorry, bad things. Sorry, it's your birthday. It's probably your last one. One more year closer to death. <laughs> yeah. We all have like Happy a little Mitch freaking birthday. Yeah. Have you no, noticed how every year of your life is getting worse yeah. out there? When the you're closer to dying, just think five years from now. <laughs> We're so, going to be living in a hell's Flipper, kid. you and I are both into secession. Into the, I hadn't watched the new season. So neither, see, neither have I. I'm catching up. Mm-hmm. But I just found out on Cameo that you can get Brian Cox, the uh, head of the family. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. To shoot you a F off for $415. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Like a famous person, if they have a phrase, like I'm thinking about Deadwood. They used right. to use a certain phrase a lot yes, that yes. we can't say. If you could get one of those people to call you that, that would be really cool. Right. That's what I was thinking oh, with yeah. Brian Cox. Like you could have idea. him yell insults. Steve Phil said something on Facebook that I thought, but I didn't want to say because I thought it would be inappropriate because the guy had died, but you wear his jersey all the time. Sean Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought about cool. that, but then I was like, well, I don't know. Riggins. Clinton Portis would be cool, but I think he's in prison now. Is he? Um, he got caught oh, up in, he got caught some yeah. in a scam. Yeah. Some Although yeah. he was at the Sean Taylor celebration. The guy so. that dressed up all the time at press yeah, conferences. Yeah, Portis. Yeah, I know. I didn't know he was He was prison. part of the, the uh, NFL players. They were scamming the scam. some kind of insurance money. Oh, man. Know. What if I uh, got Kenny G to play you a saxophone solo for $350? That's not bad for $350. I got to be honest. <laughs> Kenny G is pretty big time. That's pretty big time. I <laughs> yeah, know. That, that would be cool. That's not underrated. That is that's pretty that's, cool that might be a deal if you're saying i, I have 300 dollars, i'll spend on you i will choose a different way <laughs> but if you're gonna do it yeah go ahead and do it i can uh, get jerry jones to say this i want me some glory hope <laughs> thank you jerry well, and clip you said you wanted that actually earlier in the show i heard you say that a birthday glory hole yeah uh, yeah he what wants to go back to the washington football be, team glory, glory hole days what a great gift that would be all right. How much does that cost? We need a break because we haven't taken one this hour. Yeah. 31712. Oh, yeah. Open uh, up the booty bag. That's why I was doing brother. That. I'm like a robot. Booty, 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 we have something special to give away today. What are we giving away? We're going to give away a $140 gift card to Revive Health wow. and Wellness. Revive Man. yourself coming off of weekend. Might need to give that to you, Clip, for a gift. I would, that would be, I would, could use that right now, yeah. actually. Uh, those Braves games took a lot out of me over the weekend. All right, so I got that on the line for caller 12, 317-1250. Uh, we'll hook up with CJ Johnson coming up next, Troy D. Uh, yeah, he'll be here in uh, five minutes. All right, good deal. We'll talk to CJ and have more for you on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade 
Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Firetower Road in Winterville. And congratulations to Jeff Dover of uh, Greenville. He won a $100, uh, $140 gift card to Revive Health and Wellness, tired, sluggish, or down the dumps. Then maybe you need to hydrate. Revive Health and Wellness in Greenville offers IV hydration that can help you with lack of energy, improve your mood, assist with immunity, and even fix a hangover. The team at Revive Health and Wellness are licensed and registered nurses that will assist you in preparing for your IV session. Revive Health and Wellness, located at 2710 East 10th Street in Greenville or online at revivehealthwellness.org. Now let's head back to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your, here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, great uh, prize today. Yes, sir. Right. Won by Jeff Dover. Congratulations to Jeff. Did you ask him how his brother was doing? Chandler? Uh, who would that be? Uh, ben. I haven't heard that one before. Oh. Every time. Every, Every time. Every single time. <laughs> CJ, you get it. Ben Dover. That's uh, yeah. a classic. <laughs> Thank you, CJ. Classic Troy Dean joke. That was, good. That was, that was literally that was an good. LOL right there. We've Thank heard you. it. Thank you, CJ. I appreciate it. We've heard it 75 See, times. These guys are just so used to great comedy, they don't even get it anymore. Oh, I got to find a new audience here. There you go. All right. Maybe you can uh, do your act in front of the team one day, uh, Troy Dean. <laughs> Uh, CJ, that's interesting prize there. Have you got into the, uh, you ever done like the cryotherapy or any of these other oh, yeah. kinds of, uh, I don't know, ways to heal your body? Yeah, I actually have. It's actually pretty nice. I went to um, down, downtown 252 cryo. So, yeah. I'm surprised. Know. That'll be kind of a new thing, I guess, in training rooms. If the, oh, like, yeah. I, I would think so. I could see them adding like a cryo chamber because it's not big. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, just it's, like a little, you know, kind of. I don't know what do you like call stop, it. It's yeah, like it's like, like a little uh, like circle thing you get. Like in. A, it looks like a bubble. Kind yeah, of like, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's the thing? Uh, to and Ocho Cinco and them used to do. Was it like some kind of oxygen therapy? They go in like a oxygen tank or something. I don't know. There's well, a lot they've of, had the cold tubs forever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, those go back tubs, to yeah. you know beginning of football. So cryotherapy is like a uh, souped up cold tub. <laughs> yeah, it's so only it's three like, minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. It's only like you only go in there for a little bit and does just the same thing as the cold tub would do yeah i, I just can't i i this the thought of it oh you uh, said the cold tub was the one thing oh, that kept it. you away from being a college athlete it right? was uh, no i i don't mind the heat i can yeah. handle a sauna but the cold tub it would kill me i don't get in the cold tub it's too cold <laughs> <laughs> so how's the uh the body feeling uh right now seven games eight games into the year See oh man just um kind of sore just just because of the last week we had with the whole Houston delay and then getting back at 6.30 and then practicing every day all the way through Sunday to play on Sunday. And then, like, we finally got a couple of days off. So Yeah, we didn't get a chance to talk to you guys last week because of the, the short week and everything yeah. got messed up. So this is the first time we've talked to you really since the Houston game. And that one, man, right in overtime, oh, right there. Uh, but what a weird scenario with that game with the over a five, almost a five and a half hour delay. How did you guys, you know, handle it behind the scenes? What were you doing? Oh man, like I was, I was trying to stay focused. I was trying to like turn it on, turn it off. I was, I was, we were in there playing Uno, eating, eating sandwiches. Like we were, we were having fun though. Like it was a, a fun experience. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't brutal. I mean, yeah, we sat in the locker room for eight hours, but at the end of the day, you're, you're sitting in the locker room with your brother. So. Yeah. 
So he made the most of it, basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. Most definitely. CJ, one of the best statistical games of your season coming on Thursday night, 5 for 84. Uh, an opportunity for uh, an 100-yard day if your shoes were a little bit smaller. Uh, you had one toe oh, tap yeah. on the sidelines. Yeah. Uh, Could have put you over 100, but great day. Uh, and I mentioned this earlier with Holton, eight different receivers catching passes, three guys running for 70-plus yards. So kind of everybody got in the mix on Thursday night. Oh, yeah, most definitely. It was most definitely a team effort. And um, we put in that work earlier in that week and to prepare for that game and put on a performance like that. Do you know, like, during the week, you and the team is having good practices that it's going to show up on Saturday? Like, do you know when it's kind of sluggish at practice, and do you know when you're having a good week of practice? Just just with how long I've I've been – a part of college football like i can i can tell the difference between a sluggish and a high intensity practice but like like coach says what you practice how you play what you put on like how you prepare is exact like replication of how you're going to play on saturday i feel like this team we talked to holden about it earlier in the hour is starting to make the turn because it's been a long time since it's been the second half of the season east carolina's had something to play for and there's a lot to play for a lot on the line still for the rest down the stretch here at four and four with the opportunity just two wins away now to get bowl eligible to continue the season and, and, and that'll be a huge step in the right direction it's been so long it'll be you guys everybody on this team i don't think there's a single player on this team clip that's ever experienced postseason yeah, at this point now nah. it's been so long so this would be new for all the players here at Most east carolina uh, do you feel like this thing's starting to make the turn? Just like losing can be contagious in the past, but so you know you have to learn how to win. But winning can be contagious too. Oh yeah, most is most definitely making a turn. But it's the culture that we're building inside the locker room, the the mindset of the team. Like I said at the big, like when we started this whole pirate radio thing, the mindset of the team is different. Like there's there's no more me guys. It's all it's all about the team now. So when we play as a team. We, we're a high caliber team like we can play with anybody in the league we need uh to take another break can you hang through a break with us oh, yeah. all right let's take a break chandler will come back more with cj johnson inside the pirate radio players lounge we'll be back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Save lives, be a hero, and make it $700 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at Biomat USA on 505 South Memorial Drive. Make up to $700 in a month and save lives now at Griffles Biomat USA. A better donor experience and better pay. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, uh, back inside the Pirate Radio studios, Clip Rock, Troy D, CJ Johnson here inside the Players' Lounge. Clip, we were talking about birthdays earlier. Let's uh, be the first to wish CJ an early happy birthday coming up this week the big 2-1 a big milestone birthday happy birthday cj hey appreciate it man. i know we're a couple days early but yeah, yeah. uh getting ready to hit this week yes sir so hopefully a big uh, big, big birthday win coming up for oh, you yeah. saturday too so as you look ahead towards temple what are your expectations for this saturday oh man we 
we're going to stick to the same thing that we've been doing all year, 1-0 each week and uh, worry about ourselves. I mean, we watch we watch a lot of film on them, but like at the end of the day, you watch out, you go back on the film, the only person that's really stopped us is us. So, CJ, uh, celebrate your birthday, but save the big celebration for like January or February if you, for your 21st, if you don't mind. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? I don't know. Just say it. Uh, <laughs> uh, CJ, you had the longest play from scrimmage on Thursday night, a 42-yarder. How much do you like it when it's one-on-one, the safety's either shaded over to the other side or come up in the box, and you know it's just a one-on-one matchup? Oh, man, it's like a lion going after a gazelle. <laughs> it's like, it's like, and like I, I, try to, I try to give Holden a signal, and I'm like, <laughs> like it's one-on-one over here, but uh, I got to be uh, discreet about it. How often when there is a mismatch, like the, and, and you got a guy that's a lot shorter than you covering you, like how much does uh, that get picked up by the coaches or by Holton? You know, oh Holton, Holton is he's most definitely the first one to see it because he when he assesses the line, he reads the uh, defense, and that's really what he looks for first is one on one matchup. That's really all football is is finding the one on one matchup. Yeah, who matches up better with who? Yeah, yeah. So and uh, Holton Naylor, seventy eight rushing yards, his biggest rushing day of the season. Uh, CJ, I gave Snead credit, uh, Rajay credit for a great blitz pickup on the touchdown pass, and we'll give you some credit too. That doesn't happen without you guys blocking on the outside. So great running day from your QB the other night. Oh man, and and I give all the credit to him though because at the end of the day he touches the ball every play. So to make plays like he did, that's incredible. Forgot I meant to ask Holton too about that block that he laid down. <laughs> I totally want to ask him about that next week. But uh yeah, not only is he running, but he's blocking yeah. for people. That was a pretty good one. On that's that. gotta fire up the teammates and probably the coaches are saying, Holton, I know you're big, strong. Don't don't do yeah. that, man. Oh, is that right? Oh man, when he uh lowers his shoulder, they don't like that. <laughs> Yeah, but I still think you're better off doing that than you getting hit. You know, you're better off giving the hit. If you're in the path, yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like I'd rather protect myself than slide and just take a hit. Yeah. Well, he uh, he's a bruiser. Did you ever – I don't know. I guess were there any circumstances because you can't hit the quarterback at practice. And when you were at Conley, did you and Holt never have any one-on-one battles? Or I guess he was always just throwing you the ball, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He was always throwing me the ball. <laughs> he played I a mean, little safety. He yeah, never matched me, up with. Yeah, you. I was about to say, anytime I was on defense, he was on defense. So it Man. was kind of weird. Like we will play two deep safeties. Like I'll be on one side, he'll be on the other side. There you go. Uh, and now he actually, con- he actually, um, I want to say sophomore year, caught a pick six against CBA Cock. Yeah, we were, I remember he played some uh, little defense. Yeah. Do you miss that side of the ball? No. <laughs> <laughs> my shoulders, my shoulders are too bad to play defense. Yeah. All right, Kurt, were you uh, were you a hitter, or were you uh, in high school? Or were you... oh no, nah, you go go to my high school. I had like one career tackle. <laughs> <laughs> I had like one career tackle. That's like Deion Sanders. Uh, you know, they didn't pay him to hit. They paid him to get picks, right? So oh, yeah. uh, you know what you're good at. Uh, C.J. Johnson joining us here. C.J. back to a, uh, I guess, a regular week of practice, but you you guys were able to get, what, uh, Friday and Saturday off. So, you uh, know? We, we, like, we had Saturday off. We watched film on Friday. But, yeah, it was good two days we, of rest. Yeah. We asked the other guys, you know, just coming out of Halloween, do you do, you do anything for Halloween this year? No. Just took nah, it easy. Yeah, I was I was sleeping. I was tired. <laughs> That's what I could call. Did, My it, body was dead. What what uh this is a clip question. I'll let you ask it. Love the uh Go love ahead. to know no. CJ. Growing up, what was your all time favorite Halloween costume? Oh, I was a EC football player every year. 
Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Every dude. year? I swear. That's awesome. He manifested that. Had, uh, yeah, that is had, pretty uh, impressive. Had a Dwayne Harris uh, jersey. <laughs> I had a um, Jonathan Williams jersey. Yeah. Love I had a, um, I'm trying to think. Because I'd never had the Chris Johnson jersey, but I wanted it. Number two. Hardy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Justin Hardy. Hardy. Uh, what's the... Uh, I should have dressed up as Bill Gates every year. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, maybe, actually, uh, it's actually really yeah. funny yeah. because I have, like, I have pictures. Because um, I was a football player every year because I got my first pair of shoulder pads when I was younger from a yard sale. So, like, I always had them, like, and I would play football with my um, older brothers, and I'd have them on. So then when <laughs> Halloween came around, they were like, just be a football player. Yeah. And get the, the eye, not even the eyeliner that you get from the store. We would get my sister's eyeliner and these little, <laughs> little, little boxes. Hey, That's awesome. Uh, sister Fav- would be a ECU cheerleader. Favorite candy? My favorite candy? Uh, Milky Way. Mm. Mm. What's the, uh, just curious, the inspiration for the hair, CJ? Well, I started, I actually, in middle school, at the end of middle school, I actually cut it all up. Or, well, at the beginning of middle school, I had a close cut. And then I grew it out um, throughout eighth grade. And then I chopped it all off after eighth grade. And then I grew it back again, but this time I got a mohawk. (laughs) So then I cut that off, had to regrow it back again. And then I've been growing it out ever since. It does so make really. you look taller. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it definitely gives me inches. Yeah. Is it a lot of upkeep, or like you got to do that every day? Something with it? Uh, well, not every day. I want, I got to wash it every other day. All but, right. Yeah, I it's like a it. lot. To, it costs a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like thirty dollars to get my hair done. <laughs> CJ Johnson joining us, getting ready. Hey, look, for I don't it. have hair, and it costs me a lot just to get my head shaved. So yeah. I, I feel you. Oh uh, no, that's that's. I don't even pay for the uh, haircut. I pay for my hair getting oh, twisted. Oh, just the product and like, stuff. Yeah, and like yeah. getting combed out and stuff. Like, yeah. That's $30. <laughs> the maintenance uh, <laughs> on it. Uh, so Temple coming up. Uh, CJ, an opportunity to get above 500 once again. Troy, and, and CJ, you've known the Pirates forever, so you know how uh, tough it's been over the years. But the, the longest we've been into a season with a chance to get above 500, the closest we've been to achieving six wins. You already know all this stuff, yeah, yeah. but uh, got to be extra motivation for you guys, knowing the the prize is right out there for you. Oh man, it's so much motivation because like everything that we've worked for since we got here, like not even not even just this year, but the culture that we have built and changed since we got here. Because we got here, I got here a little bit after Coach Houston got here. So, like, just starting from where he started, at, like, it's just major growth. After the uh, Braves game the other night, I was pumped up about baseball. I watched the Mets documentary about their World Series, and they said it wasn't just about 86. It was about 84 putting together a team, 85 getting a little better, 86 winning that World Series. So it kind of sounds like that. It's like building blocks over the years. Well, you know, my son just played middle school football, and his team, you know, season came to an end, and he told me the other day, I said, yeah, he was kind of down. He's like, well, I just missed the season. He goes, I miss being around the guys. I miss the practices. You know, it's not even about the games. He just misses the camaraderie. So having that, you know, getting to a bowl game this year gives you guys an extra month to extend the season, to keep playing, to do what you guys love to do. And, you know, we looked Friday at some of the bowl tie-ins, man. I'm not trying to get ahead of ourselves, but, man, it ought to be motivating for y'all to try and get there because there's some really cool trips potentially out there for you guys. Oh, yeah, man. I can't wait. Like, just just from, like, building from what we had, like, it was just – 
it's just crazy because when we first came in here, everybody had the mentality, oh, me got me got like, mm-hmm. I, I got to do what I got to do to do whatever instead of do your job and know that your brother has has their back. But then like as like as we grew up, as we stayed around each other more, like we grew as it grew into a brotherhood, and now we know that. If we do our job, we know the dude next to us is going to do his job. I okay. show it on the field, too, no doubt. Uh, CJ, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate yeah, no it. No problem, man. Thanks We're going to take our uh, final time out, come back, and wrap up today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center of Greenville now extended care clinic is now opens, open Saturday and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. so you can avoid the emergency department for any urgent orthopedics care. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Orthopedics East, providing services to Eastern North Carolina and the Pirate Nation for more than 35 years. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Rock. All right, also the sponsor of our injury report every game day on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show and talk to some Pirates today who are definitely not 100 <laughs> Not 100%, but playing through it. I just, like my ears right now. <laughs> I just pulled a Wes. Sorry. Sorry. So appreciate you being here, Chan. Thanks, Chan. No problem. Um, it was the thought of you playing the volume correctly that counts. I thought about playing it correctly. Yeah. And let me tell you something else you can think about. This is the last Monday that it's still going to be light out when uh, we leave. Because this time next Monday, pitch dark, blackness. Darkness. Pre-daylight saving time complaining troy is depressed a week out friday friday i'm I'm trying to wrap my head around it so i have my anger in in place for friday i'm trying to manage it better this year friday's whole first hour has got to be about this is the worst this is really the worst time of year because it is getting too dark too soon now right even like if you wake up at seven it's still dark in the morning this is like you're getting no it's bad both ways we're out of time we'll do this friday (laughs) We'll, we'll do this friday chandler hope you winter people are happy big dog happy birthday clip rock thanks buddy appreciate it troy we'll see you friday sounds good enjoy your birthday will do and we'll see you fine folks tuesday three o'clock for an all-new edition of pirate radio live so long everybody thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation